start this thing off. All right. So the first question we'd like to ask all our guests is, when's the first time you bust Paul's ass in basketball? <laughs> when was the first time what? When was the first time you bust Paul's ass in basketball? <laughs> you know what? Um, Paul and I never played basketball. Exactly. He's scared? Exactly. So, exactly. so I'm, I'm reading that as he's scared then. No, I remember us as um, little children. Uh-huh. <laughs> we went to the, when, what was that open? Coca-Cola, uh, something oh, to- in Atlanta, the Dome. I think it was the Dome or something. Yeah, it was part of the Georgia Dome. Okay. Yeah, and we we raced against each other and played. That's I still have pictures. That's why I really can remember. Oh, you do? Oh, we need okay. to make me yeah. to make that. We need to make that the show art then. Ty, that's when I was skinny, Paul. That's oh, when I, I think I, I was skinny. Yeah, he was. He was. I was tell taller her. than me. Tell her, Charlotte. I used to be skinny. No one wants to believe that. Uh-huh. No, he was. He was skinny and short. I exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we'll get this thing started. Give me a second. <laughs> Sorry, we we doing this production thing. We trying to get this thing cracking. No, you're fine. Take your time. I get it. I've been I've been there. <laughs> New boots. <laughs> Sing along. Come on, Paul. No. Come on, Paul. No. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Baseless Banner. I'm one of your hosts, Todd, joined by my co-host, Paul. And we got a special guest today. Yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Let's preview the show. So we're going to, of course, talk about the slap heard around the world and uh, get into a little bit of NBA NBA stuff, music, and uh, we'll round it out with what we've been watching. Uh, but without further ado, I played this song purposely. I hope you I hope you know this, Charlay. Um, we have Paul's cousin, a Renaissance woman of her own. That's right. Hey, Miss Charlay Moore. How you doing, Charlay? I'm doing well. Yeah. How are you? Hey, it's a long it's a long time in the making. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, thank you, I thank you for having me. I'm glad to be a part of your show. Yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna participate in a little bit of chicanery. So uh, we'll get it. We'll, we'll without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started with the interview portion of this. We got two uh, Honeywoods on here. Two Honeywoods. Uh oh, <laughs> I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> All right, so Charlotte, tell us a little bit about about yourself. Where you uh, where you, you born and raised in um, in Memphis? Well, I wasn't born in Memphis. I was born in uh, Inglewood, California. Okay, uh, which is where I live now. Uh, I was raised in Memphis, so my parents decided at an early age that they wanted to go back to their roots, uh-huh. and uh, that made me suffer. Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I reconciled with the fact because then I got to be uh, raised around my grandparents in mm-hmm. uh, South Memphis. I'm actually from the exact neighborhood that, if, if you know Young Dolph or you're a fan of him, I'm from the exact neighborhood of Young Dolph. All right, shout out Dolph, rest he in peace. Actually went to, sorry about the airplane. No, you good. <laughs> and, and and for the listeners, she's out at golf practice right now. We're gonna get into a little bit of that too. Um, yes. But <laughs> uh, out in nice sunshiny LA. Uh, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, so you yeah, say you're so, from South Memphis? Yeah, yeah, South Memphis. I was raised in Magnolia, 
went to the same elementary as Young Dolph. So uh, we uh, have close ties in that. So I represent South Memphis all day. And when I'm in L.A., I represent Inglewood. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right on. Uh, right, well, you got to hit him with that main. Hit him with uh, that main. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I say hit him with that main. You gotta say main at the uh, end, Charlotte. Yeah, man. You know, it's gonna come. It's, trust me. We talk, it's gonna come out. <laughs> For sure. Um, so basketball player as well, right? Yes, I am. We play so, basketball. Uh well, was playing basketball. I think I'm think I'm getting towards the age of finally putting up the tennis shoes, but never, I, never. I, I'm not sure yet. Now, when you say finally yeah. hanging up the tennis shoes, you talking just recreationally, no shooting rounds, no no runs at the wide, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I was holding out because I thought I was gonna have the love and basketball love story, so mm-hmm. I was waiting to have that one on one with my husband. But I think he's gonna have to just catch a video or highlights. Yeah, catch the highlight. <laughs> yeah, catch the highlight. The huddle highlights. Yeah, um, hey, uh, I mean, hey, look, a, a good send off might be to go ahead and just get this one on one going with Paul. Hey, I think. Listen, I think you can beat him. Nah. Oh, nah. I, I know I can. Beat so, so like, nah, nah. Let me ask you this. I've been wanting to ask you this for the longest. How does <laughs> it feel to be the athlete of the family, but not the best athlete of the family? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I share. I, I don't mind not having the uh, spotlight. You know, very, being the best athlete. But very humble. I'm very humble, humble yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Very, <laughs> very humbling. You know, there there are plenty <laughs> more athletes in our family. You know. Including Ooh. Paul. So Ooh, okay. Uh, okay, Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I retired my dad. Yeah. I beat the brakes off my sister. <clears throat> don't nobody well, want I, no problems. I, I, I don't know. No I don't know about that part of the family playing sports, but <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, but, yeah. but if you play like Justin, like that's who I started playing basketball because I was I have older brothers. Mm-hmm. So uh, and my dad. So I couldn't do nothing but play sports because all the people that were older than me, that's all they did. They all sports. smaller to me. They all smaller to me, so they have no chance. <laughs> we got a two-pot lookalike, Justin. <laughs> he has no chance. None. All right. Hey, look, that the way she said the, the way she's the way she tried to give you a little credit, man. I don't know, man. She might she might hang 40 on you. Nah, nah I, I, ain't no, I let probably it would though. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Get them out of here. At least let's get this out the way. We get this on wax. Can you tell Todd that old dude cannot beat me in basketball? He's talking about uh, Emmanuel Hansel. Please. Oh, yeah. So- <laughs> well, he bet <better> not. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Paul can show not. his face like, nowhere. Huh? <laughs> I like that he's athletic, but I'm but I'm actually mad at high school basketball. Like that's, that's what I'm mad sad. at. Ooh, that is we gonna, sad. We, in hey, one we aspect. go. I wanted to get into that too, because uh, I know you're you're coaching. Uh, are you coaching at the prep level right now? Yes, I coach at Crossroads. Okay, coaching um, middle uh, middle school, high school, uh, golf, and basketball, girls so, basketball. So what's your what's your views on the prep circuit right now? How it's going? Like, just I mean, I don't know what what class were you in in high school? What class? Uh, class of two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Okay, so. So it's changed significantly since since the class two since you were don't going through the recruiting like process. Don't say significantly. I mean, I mean, come on, we we in the same cohort, okay? Yeah, I mean, we close. Oh uh, five, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, five, that's close. See, that's the de- that's the delicate way to find out the age now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I knew that was coming, but I, I I have to represent now because like, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, 
but no, we um, it it has been some change, but we I'm actually part of the class where you could tell it was starting to change anyway. Like just mm-hmm. um, when I hit college, like things were starting to change. Like I was a porn guard at five mm-hmm. ten. Yeah. In that and like I had to battle that <laughs> for yeah. all up until college, and then when I got to college, it was like oh it's a norm like. Yeah. We don't mind as long as you can handle the ball. I mean, even though it's still not girls my height that can really handle the ball and you know create shots like that. So but, are you sure you just five ten? Yeah. Nah, yeah. you about six one. Nah. nah I'm <laughs> Last just time I saw you, <laughs> I'm slender, so it oh. looks like that. But yeah. no. Okay, well you definitely don't have a chance then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. talk, talk a little bit about making that leap. Uh, I, I and just doing my little background research, um, mm-hmm. I saw you played at Christian Brothers and then ended up at T, uh, TSU. Um, no, well, I was at, no, I was at Tennessee State first. Oh, you were at Tennessee so, State first? Okay. Yeah. So, but um, well, it's a, it's a real journey. I'll tell you. This. So, I was, I was committed to Indiana. Okay. And uh, Indiana coaches got fired, and mm. they went to South Alabama. So I was at I I went with them to South Alabama, and then the the lady who was actually the, who recruited me, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was leaving, and she thought she was gonna get a head coaching job, but that fell through. So then um, I end up going transferring to Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. That coach got fired. Dang. <laughs> um, she got fired after I uh, after I already transferred. And then had to sit out a year because going from D1, at that time, you didn't have this transfer portal. You know, you right. had to sit out if you right. transferred one to D1. So uh, when I uh, got to TSU and sat out, when she got fired, I had it. I could have stayed. Like, I'm not going to put it on the coach because they were welcoming. But I felt by that time, I wasn't sure if I still wanted to play basketball mm-hmm. and be committed. So I thought I could just, you know, slide in in this D2 school, mm-hmm. still on scholarship, still pay for my education. Mm-hmm. And, you run, know, the, be- run them numbers up, huh? Yeah. But, you know, actually this conference, and mind you, uh, what was so, um, I guess, what stood out in, in this, it was we had five Division One players transfer at the same school. To so, the same school? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so we were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. I know, I know, y'all were showing up places like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we started off that way, and then injuries yeah. <laughs> kind of hurt us. But no, we so we went to the NCAA tournament, lost first round, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we, we was considered a definitely bust because you know you got five Division One transfers. Right, uh-huh. expectations but, are through the roof. Yeah, but yeah. the. Um, but I will say this, all of us were guards. So I was like, it wasn't like oh. it was just like just blue running chips. Guns. Yeah. 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 yeah we just trying to get buckets in transition and yeah, no, <laughs> keep it cool. Yeah, we're playing <laughs> the same spot. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, but if and most of us did, because most of us were like combo guards. So we all playing yeah. the same spot. So and we didn't have a coach that was used to that type of talent. Mm-hmm. And he didn't he didn't manage us well. And so yeah. we end up having a short a short season even though you know it was still good that was first time that school had ever and since we left been yeah. the last time since they went to um uh, ncaa tournament won we won our conference that year regular season conference mm-hmm. and all those other awards so we still you know did enough accomplishments to say that five division one players came at the school but 
Uh, we definitely fell short of what we probably had the potential to do. Right I guess yeah. they didn't watch the uh, the winning time when they was trying to see you know Magic and Norm <laughs> Nixon mm-hmm. fighting over the same. See how, they, see how it was gonna go? Yeah. <laughs> see how yeah. that went? No, that worked out yet for us. We needed it. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. No, no. Um. No, I was going to ask you. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Todd. I asked my question after. Okay. Uh, I was just going to ask when you got into golf. Have you always been playing golf, or is that something that you picked up after yeah. you hung, hung your shoes up? <laughs> no, no. So, um, actually, um, I started playing golf in the sixth grade, I believe, because uh, it was when the initial uh, initial tee program that uh, Tiger Woods first started. tee. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when he, he came to Memphis and, uh, you know, they got all the urban kids. <laughs> Look at you, a first T alumni. Look at you. Look your, at you. Your, your story should be all over the LGPA. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's, what's going on here? Man, well, it's many of them. Like, my best friend, she played at Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, she the one that got me connected with it uh, even more because she was uh, the reason why they even got, uh, started a girls team at Tennessee State. Right on. And so yeah, it was it was tons of girls that played. I, I would say it was more girls playing golf than it was uh, girls playing basketball when I started. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. So, so are uh, you are you any good at golf? At times, not 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 like I used to be, but I, I got enough trophies and you know high school and certificates to say that I was good. So now I will say that is the most underrated sport that I've ever played is golf. That that is, it uh, is underrated in what hard. way? Oh, it's just humbling. Yeah, it's it's humbling. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely hard. one of the uh, I think best individual um, assessments of someone's talent in you know just mental game and whatever. Like team sports are great, but you can get away being like you know you can have a yeah. deeper career. You or, can lack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have golf, support like golf. Golf shows yeah. you everything and instantly too, right? right. It's all on you. It's like boxing. <laughs> yeah. You can't blame yeah. nobody but yourself. Yeah. Exactly. You don't yeah. get a clean yeah. club strike. You know, but you, but you. It also the the upside or the pro about that is though you it, it helps you learn a lot about who you are. Mm. <laughs> so right um, I I like the balance. I, the reason why I stuck with it because for some reason I just understood that there was a balance of playing a team sport and then playing an individual sport. So I like yeah. having that balance. Uh, and they definitely um, paid <laughs> paid off when yeah. one was not in yeah. seasons. Did yeah. that? Yeah. Did that? I know you talked a little bit about like kind of you know the kind of the mental side of it. Is that mm-hmm. is that something that that kind of helped you throughout your basketball career too? Like you know even just the individual stuff, right? Like just how you worked on the court though. Um, did that yeah. mental toughness kind of come through golf a little bit? Uh, more so, um, I would say not that part of the game helped mm-hmm. me with golf. Well, golf really helped me with confidence as far as this, like I said, knowing who I was individually. Mm-hmm. So I knew I could contribute individually as you know a player without, you know, without having to uh, you know, you, it, golf is so laid back. You're not forcing yourself to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're not forcing shots or you're right. not forcing, you know, if you, right. if, if you force anything in golf, it's going to show. So right. having that type of um, mentality, I would say, help. But no, my, I would say the 
other sport, the sport that contributed most to my basketball was ballet. Oh, really? Ballet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ballet, I tell everybody, is the reason why I got tall, because to uh, what Paul was saying earlier, I was short for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I ain't never know you short. I ain't never know you to yeah. be short. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was older than you, so. Well, that, well that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, but compared to my class or grade, it, I was short for a long time. And, it, like, my other cousins that are my age or older than me, they knew because they was like, hey, all of a sudden, ninth grade, you taller than us. <laughs> so that's one reason I, I realized I had a huge growth spurt. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I was like, I think it was all those years of taking ballet for it all. Because I, I grew, but I also had flexibility. Yeah. Um, most coaches, like I still have letters where most coaches like, oh, you move on the floor with so such grace and such <laughs> finesse. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not trying to be a man out here on the court. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I right would on. think ballet was the biggest thing. So, and, cool. and that's also why, you know, I, I always compare, if anybody asks me, I always say my game was like Penny Hardaway. Mm. Because okay. Yeah, he he played with you know that type of finesse. Mm -hmm. It's like whereas, no wasted mo no wasted movements. Like everything just seems so intentional and kind of well thought out. Even if he was improvising, yeah, exactly. yeah tied the football player. Look but, at him knowing basketball. Also, and listen, he, he wasn't I mean, I over aggressive. Sports. Like he, right. he didn't have that. He didn't you know like he didn't have that killer assassin right. uh, type yeah. game like a Jordan. Like I love Jordan's game, and, and think, but Jordan was so competitive that. You know, Jordan was aggressive. Jordan mm. would like <laughs> run you over. Yeah. Where um, Hardaway, he didn't have to run you over. He, you know, he's just gonna cross you over, or, or you know, <laughs> go behind his back. Yeah, you, know, you know the you know the <laughs> player that kind of reminds me of him a little bit is Paul, like a healthy Paul George. Like it's just yeah. so it, it looks so, yeah, yeah. yeah it looks just so smooth and mm -hmm. so you know what I'm saying so effortless. Um, I hundred percent agree. Like yeah. at first, I thought it was going to be KD, but no, Paul George. Yeah, definitely. Paul George. Yeah, is definitely, there's no, yeah. there's no comparison for KD. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. Like that. That's true. That dude is just, yeah. He's he's something different. Um. Yeah. Well, I thought KD, but KD doesn't handle the ball like. No, he's, not he's at all. Yeah, yeah. For his size, but he's not handling like Paul George is. Yeah, definitely a good comparison. Exactly. Yeah, because he's mm -hmm. still a guard. So you, you yes. Clippers or Lakers? Well, oh yeah, know, that's right. You know, I'm Paul George girl, so okay. <laughs> Clip City, but, Chip City. But, but I thought over there with Clipper Darrell and them. Nah, but I thought you was LeBron's fan, cause I am LeBron fan. I am LeBron. All right, okay, fan. but uh, I'm still Clippers though. Okay, right. you uh, you excited for that for that new stadium out in Inglewood? Yeah, it's um, it's already up. So yeah, we, we you talking about the SoFi football? No, no, no. Or? We talk we talk about the Clippers stadium. Oh, uh, did they did they buy the forum? No, uh, they did. no, because they built the football mm -mm. stadium over the forum. Over the yeah, forum, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Got you. Yeah, but cool. no, the Clippers. Um, I do know what you're talking about. It's close in that area. It's not necessarily near the forum, but uh, I thought that was just going to be. So they're actually making that their home uh, court. I thought they were making it another practice facility. <laughs> Oh, for some for some reason, I thought the uh, Steve Ballmer said that he was gonna he was buying a. Uh, buying the team a new stadium and the, the oh, thing he, that's he may have, you know you probably know more in that yeah. regard yeah, he yeah, may the, have. yeah the thing that stood out to me was that he was like using his own money to do it like he wasn't uh gonna 
like use like city or state funds to build it or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, that yeah, that's called the out. Intuit Dome. Okay. Oh yeah, no, so it's going to be second. a new one. I'm sorry, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. No, you're um, good. But yeah, so uh, um, <clears throat> she's doing her coaching thing. So you yeah, know, she we we some of the we, kids. Yeah, she just letting them know, hey, it's time to go home and all that good stuff. I want to ask her, uh, and when she comes back, we'll ask her about uh, her professional experience because. I uncovered a couple things in my yeah, research. It's, it's a lot. It's a um, lot. Now. She's she's a, she's a, okay. like I said at the top. She a she a Renaissance woman. She do a little bit of it all. Um, so let's start. Let's start with your with your with your with your job out of ESPN. What what did you do exactly up there? Oh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I just uh, heard this guy. I asked him today what he did. He told me as little as possible. So I want to say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, actually, I I got recruited and hired as an engineer so uh, it was actually my first real job out of college okay. uh, undergrad mm-hmm. and I was a recruited as a research and development engineer and then by the time I left I was a design systems engineer so okay so it was, a, it, was it IT like no <laughs> was so we drafted uh we did the drawings and drafts of um the studios so one of the projects I worked on that we got Emmy nominated for was Force Nation. Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. When it was, it was like back when it was like Michelle Beadle. Yeah, and, when it's yeah. Michelle Beadle and all that. And Mar- and was Marcellus on there? Yes, it was Marcellus. Right. Yes, yeah, Marcellus. Thank you guys. Bye. See y'all tomorrow. Ooh, how the how the how the tables have turned. How, how things have changed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things have changed since then. <laughs> Marcellus also Compton native. <laughs> you coming tomorrow? But uh, but yeah, that's um, that's that's interesting. So, is that something that you had planned to kind of do? You know, with your undergrad, like was that? Was no, that- I had no idea. Like, uh, engineering and broadcast and all that went together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, what I what what happened was far. I mean, clearly it was God designed, but I was still in this in between phase of am I going to go go ahead and play overseas or am I going to stay And since I didn't get any internships doing undergrad I was like I should probably start working towards my engineering you know thinking about up ahead so I did an internship for a year um, at FedEx because that's like the headquarters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like I said out of nowhere um, ESPN HR they said they were looking for uh, minorities that mm. had engineering degrees and of course i crossed both boxes black right. and a woman uh-huh. <laughs> so, so i was like uh i gave it a little thought um by then i had a teammate she had just uh signed her contract to iceland mm-hmm. in uh was it iceland or ireland i can't remember one of those okay <laughs> But uh, so, she, but she was trying to get me out there. So I was look, I was thinking about. It, I was like, yeah, this probably be a good time to explore that. But then when she sent me what the contract was, <laughs> and mm. I was looking at what ESPN mm-hmm. was offering. that mouse put a couple zeros in that check, then, huh? <laughs> yeah, they did. Right on. And so after, you, yeah, uh, I was gonna no, say after after you left ESPN. You, mm-hmm. it looks like you went and did your own thing, right? Like you, you had your own kind of. Uh, well, I, I kind of was uh, pushed into doing my own thing, but yeah. So <laughs> uh, when I was at ESPN, I kept 
having uh, I was always at some type of uh, professional development event, you know, uh, <laughs> and I kept meeting all these people, and they was uh, like Robin Roberts, Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I would say I'm an engineer, and they would like totally like, you know, they didn't respond like. Oh, that's great. You know, you should keep doing it. They were like, why are you doing that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't ain't, ain't, ain't no money world. in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the sports world. Right. Well, there's money in it, but it was just like, it's almost as they saw something in me about not like, why are you wasting your time doing something like that? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, so th- I start, um, med- like, really thinking about that and reflecting on it. And then I was like, you know what? This is not what I can see myself doing, you know, for the rest of my life. I, yeah. I don't want to be in a cubicle on AutoCAD every day. <laughs> so, mm, right. Um, and I started looking. Hey, <laughs> I started looking at um, what is it where my interests and mm. what came most and what we're doing now. <laughs> it's like, right. oh, I talk sports all day. It worked <laughs> to yep. a whole bunch of people that don't play sports or talk sports, but they have to hear me talk about <laughs> the game <laughs> and, or hear me scream about why, you know, the studios should be like this and why, you know, these people are not good uh, analysts. Or <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, I should be doing this on camera though. That's <laughs> where right. you can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, talk well, about the talk about the path a little bit like because uh, i saw yeah. like just doing some so, deep diving i saw you did a little bit of writing a little bit of uh podcasting a right. little bit of you know youtube yeah, content so, stuff like that so when i met robin I, I asked her about like how could i make a transition and she the first thing she said was go to Nebraska. she's like that would be your best bet because you don't have any journalism experience you mm-hmm. know that's like formal or structured she was like, that way you get in, in the network. So at that time, I was thinking still I could still probably, I thought it would be possible for me to still be at ESPN and transition and that ESPN would hire me as a on-camera talent while mm-hmm. you know I did go back to school. Yeah, it didn't work out that way. So right. <laughs> I ended up just saying I just left the job. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna take a leap of faith. So I moved back to California. Uh, got enrolled in USC. Go Trojans. Uh, yes. Are the so, Trojans uh, back, by the way? Are they, are, are they back? Are the Trojans back? No. Are they back? No. We we close enough. All right. Cool, cool. <laughs> we got we mobile still held it down. So. Yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> uh, well, see you I, tomorrow. Right. Well, cuz so, I, I I usually brag about people, I mean to people about you. I was like, so you know, my cuz, you know, celebrities over there in Cali, you know. Right. Roberts, all of them. So I, I want you to tell us like the situation where um weren't, weren't you at the SPs one day? You know, I was. You? yeah. I so was. you know, give us, you know, tell us about that, how that experience was. Oh, it was great because ESPN paid for it off. at that time I was living in Austin though, so that's why you know they had to fly me out and stuff, mm-hmm. but they um they allowed me to so like I had eventually <laughs> convinced Robin to be kind of like a mentor. She did not want to be my mentor. Uh, <laughs> I'll let her answer why. But no, one of her reasons was because we were in two different states. But then also I just realized we probably did better just keeping our, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just having that distant type of thing. Because then mm-hmm. I got to learn more about, you know, 
uh, a different path than probably had she been guiding me to follow like her steps, you know. So, right. but but she, I do always credit her because she was the one that you know, like I said, sparked that interest in me. And by telling me, like she literally t- t- said in front of a huge crowd, like you should be on air, like you should be a sports journalist. Why are you doing that? <laughs> And everybody was looking at me like, "Who that's are a, you?" That's a bat. That's a yeah, huge battery to have. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the Robin Roberts. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, but see, to me at that time, it, it took people like like you're saying that. But at that time when she, I didn't know that. I didn't watch Good Morning America. <laughs> you know, I didn't get uh, up until probably like after ten. So. <laughs> uh, I hadn't grew up watching her. You know, I knew her from Love and Basketball, but. I wasn't that big into it. Now, after I met her, yeah, I bought all her books, uh, mm-hmm. did all my research on to learn more about her. I was like, oh, we found out, you know, that she hooped and played in Division One. So I was like, oh, it's good. So that's how we started further along the conversation. And like I said, she wrote my uh, recommendation letters to the schools I applied because I applied for like Columbia, uh, USC, uh, UT, because I was moving to Austin uh, mm-hmm. for, for a brief minute. And then... Uh, and like I said, USC accepted me. And I, once I got in, was from there, like you said, I started doing the independent. Thank you, guys. See y'all tomorrow. I started doing the independent route. And then I got an internship with this got this startup. And they mm-hmm. used to have their own site. And we're doing, like, digital media. So I started hitting these red carpets, doing that. Still keep, keeping in touch with, like, some network people I met. Uh, meeting coaches. Uh, I actually did. We met. I met Steve Barber because then I started working for a nonprofit on their mm-hmm. media, and he was one of the sponsors for this nonprofit. Uh, which is, I will say, this this nonprofit uh, I got to shout them out because they are their their goal and mission is to help uh, black men um, get equity in sports. Okay. Well, b- black young boys, I can say men, because um, I'm already trying to mature the boys. Now, these are black young boys <laughs> that are uh, student athletes, so it's teaching them how to, like, maximize playing a sport, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when you are getting these scholarships to go to this college, get more out of it, even though now they've started the NLI, yeah. but, you know, what used to, uh, I ain't gonna say bother me, but I say what used to uh, be on my mind a lot, especially... Um, because I dated some of these guys, was that they were playing sports for these schools, but they would end up dropping out or playing four years and not having no degree to walk away. And I'm like, you just gave them your time, your talent, yep. and you mm-hmm. got no return of investment. <laughs> right. And I was like, if I'm going to give anything out of this education, uh, it's going to be education, keep the paper. I don't care if they don't think I earned it. And they just said, she got it because of athlete. Like I'm gonna get it. <laughs> you still gonna get it. That's right. Yes, <laughs> and that's what I was like. But I don't. I don't know, boys. Why that doesn't connect with them? Like, yeah. Like, and that's an interesting say- conversation because I've, I've I've seen that in like discourse online, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of people that say like, why don't you know? Like even starting at the high school level, why don't kids have you know minimum grade requirements or whatever? And and a lot of people that are outside looking in, they don't know that, yeah, there are like state regulations that put in place like, you know, what minimum GPA should be, you know, ages, all that kind of stuff. But like no one's really, I mean, unless it's like at a very individual level that people are preaching to a lot of these, you know, a lot of these recruits coming out of uh, high school that, hey, like there's, there's, you know, 
there's really yeah, a, a value that, in I'm having a plan. Thinking, I'm also thinking though, you should have it for yourself though. Like you should want like like I said, I, I I'm one big on college. Like if it took me a while to even say I uh I want to go to college, but my parent now my mom like because my mom raised me kind of as a single parent, but mm-hmm. you know she, it, I just thought if I'm going to spend time at this school, they're going to have well to. Get uh, some. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If besides them paying for me to be there, like I still need something to take away to say. I was here at the school for these many years. And um, like you said, something, some I'm leaving with something. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's <laughs> ironic because some, some athletes, you know, they go back to school after their NBA career. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. But then they have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's yeah, true. Penny did. I was like, you could, you, you had those three years, but I like, like, I like what J.R. Smith did. <laughs> He yeah, yeah, like J- yeah, he's killing it in golf now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. J.R. Smith. He, uh, shout out to, to North Carolina A&T. Um, oh, yeah, he's are actually, you Aggie? Huh? Are you an Aggie? No, I'm actually, I went to oh. state, but um, oh. but yeah, I know I, I have a lot of friends that went to uh to okay. Well, well Charlotte, my, my, my in-laws are from, uh, they went to that school, so... Okay, yeah, my, connected. my daughter is from that school, and her her daughter uh, is like my mentee. Is it? She played basketball and uh, went to that school. She's actually playing overseas too now, uh, for Mexico. So yeah, so we got okay. ties to Aggie family. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I, for sure. You know, like I met him uh, All Star uh, years ago <laughs> when. Uh, <laughs> When, when uh, he, when he was this, I met him. I actually met him through <laughs> Lorenzen Wright because Lorenzen was, uh, yeah, he was playing for Cleveland, and mm-hmm. I think they were on the same team at the time. So we had uh, uh met up with, well, we met up with Lorenzen. I knew Lorenzen's brother more so, mm-hmm. and we had met up with them and met Jr. And you know, I can see listening to him then. I mean, it was very brief conversation, but listening to him, then, I was like, oh, he's not really the how, how they portray him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He sounds like he has a little more knowledge. <laughs> yeah, because, you know. He actually had an I interview. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just—I didn't know he was as young as he was at that time. Like, because I didn't think that, like, they were yeah, saying they, he came right out of high school too. Yeah, they leaved him right out of high school. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he he had an interview not too long ago, and when he was talking, I said the same thing. I was like, you know, Jr. He, 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 <laughs> yeah, he's a little right. smarter than I thought he would be. <laughs> yeah. Was was smart, but also just you know um, respectful. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. because like, I think uh, at that time, I think you were just hearing like different, especially working at ESPN. You know, it's a little biased. Mm-hmm. So those stories about him were a little bit negative. Yeah, I, I can see that. They they always try to portray that, you know, that he they say he the reason why the finals got messed up when it was uh LeBron and Golden State. Right. <laughs> so, but um no, nah, so tell us about you know how do you feel about you know uh the trans community playing in a different sport <laughs> now? Now how do you, you know, feel about that? All right, he jumped off the jumped off the, the ledge. No, I know that, what a transition from Yeah, what, what a transition. Well, I, mean, I, I, I told him to conduct the interview while I'm trying to get this <laughs> while I'm trying to get this thing figured out and this is where you take it. All right. Yeah, hey, I'm, yeah. hey go, but, keep talking. I'll be right back. I don't want to be liable. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, well, as 
first of all, I will have to say I'm, I'm coming from a Christian standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where my foundation and belief is. So I, I don't um, I don't agree with it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it's fair or just that someone um, that is not born that gender uh, is pretending to be a gender to play and then gets allowed to be in that sport when the sport was designed for the intention of the gender to be equality. <laughs> right, right. So, and no matter how much <laughs> you may try and tempt, there is a difference between a male and a female. I mean, that's why you were born that way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I was, because you know, they were talking about the uh, the swimmer, and then I yeah. saw something recently about a boxer, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like, I think the, the, the match didn't last more than 20 seconds, and I was like, well, <laughs> it was a man boxing right. a woman, and I was like, you know, you should... We, you, you should have understood that, you know, exactly. coming into it. So I've always, I, like I told people, I grew up with boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care how strong you may feel. <laughs> a, a male strength. <laughs> yeah. That natural strength <laughs> is going to always outdo you. I, I, I've never been one of them girls talking about, oh, I'm a fighter boy. No, my well, brother. <laughs> well, that's what you should have taught Whitney because, you know, Ty, you don't know, Whitney's my <laughs> sister and she's older than me, but. I had to humble her in, in basketball. Like <laughs> oh, she was Jesus. like, oh yeah, you know. Oh, well, no, but no, not in sport wise. Cause I, I beat Justin now, but I'm saying strength wise. <laughs> oh no, no, I got you. I'm just joking around, but yeah, I don't know how Justin, you know, uh, we're gonna have to handle that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean I, a, a lot of my brothers and cousins, shoot, I beat my dad. <laughs> Even though my dad, I beat him much older in age, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the crazy part is I told him I didn't want to play him. He kept <laughs> cruising for a bruising huh right <laughs> like, i did not want to play you uh because i'm his youngest child so uh-huh. he's a big age gap right. <laughs> like dude you you sit down <laughs> like, like i said whenever you come back to atlanta or in memphis or whenever we're gonna I, play one-on-one I, on one. I will actually be in atlanta because my little cousin is uh playing basketball so i would be oh, okay. there uh if not by the summer at least towards the end of the school year because i'm going to work her out for at least a week so okay. uh, yeah i would definitely be there and i would hit you up and let you know plus i want to see the new house uh yeah, you, yeah, go. you got you got a basketball goal in front of your house paul no i don't all know, right we're we gonna work I'll to get you one, one then and we're gonna record this too let's start, let's we're gonna start record a all of this we're gonna, we're gonna start a yes. patreon to get him one <laughs> <laughs> hey, just know, right? hey, look, y'all gotta play the like, y'all gotta play the uh, the five on ones because uh, by ones because I don't know, yeah. man. Paul, Paul ain't gonna, his ankles ain't gonna hold up, his knee ain't gonna hold up. It's just, that's it's just yeah, I want it quick and I just gonna yeah. see five jumpers. Yep, that's oh, it. You make that's it sound it. so easy, okay? Little, All right, little trouble, hey, have you, triple have threat, you jab seen, you know, uh, me, me and my friend. One of my good friends. Did I ever seen you that love and basketball reenactment we did? And wow, uh-uh. <laughs> nah, uh, uh-uh. you haven't. Uh, it's on YouTube, but I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> okay. So you- I can take notes. Yeah, we can laugh, can laugh <laughs> in the group chat. Take some notes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, cool. I appreciate you. Um, uh, really kind of working through that stuff, and now we're gonna get into kind of the show uh, as it is. Um, okay. Let's start with some news stuff. Um, congrats on an yeah. order. 
Congrats this are slap? in order. Huh? No, oh, I'm you know, sorry. well, yeah, yeah. Congratulations on the slap too. Let's let's just start there. Let's get that out the way. Uh, we'll let our guests go first. How, how you feel about this slap? Well, I, well, I appreciate you letting a woman go first. But <laughs> uh, you know, this is this is my thing. I was reading uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know. Have you guys read his take mm-hmm. on it? Yeah, I read his little. Uh, okay. Yeah, his piece. Okay, good. So we can come from that point. And you know, I. In, in some points, I do agree with where he's coming from on it. But then later, I read one of my uh, colleagues, Karan Phillips. I don't know if y'all follow Yeah, him. I know Karan. Or I don't okay. know him, but I, I know the name. Yeah, I know his work. Yeah, so he wrote, he wrote a response to it. And he was saying that Kareem is outdated. Yeah, and, that respect so, the respectability shit is played. It's like it's like played out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but I didn't. I didn't. You know, I can see it, but I thought I was reaching. I didn't connect it. Is that because one thing is not outdated is the truth. Like you never can outdate the truth. Yeah. Okay, how how many years passed? And the truth of the matter is, at that at that standard, at that level, at that stage, mm. there is a standard. And there is a standard, regardless of how it's about respectability, politics, and whatnot. You just don't want to be represented. And, and truth be told, we get represented by those people on that stage. Mm-hmm. Whether we like it or agree with it or not, when people see Will Smith, which is why he has carried on such a facade and persona mm-hmm. this long, because he knew... He was the likable, the likable one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he knew what he had to represent. He comes, he comes from West Philly. He knows yeah. it's been in, ingrained in him, just like all of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you leave that house, your mama told you, exactly. "Hey, don't go, don't go out there." <laughs> yeah, embarrassment. So, I got what Kareem was saying. How that did? I don't think it put us back, but it did make us look in not a pleasant light with the progress we have made on uh, showing our mm. excellence. So mm. uh, yeah. I, I, I don't agree with the slap, but I don't, I, I don't agree with the premises, but I do like that the slap happened. Uh, this is yeah. the thing. I don't, I don't think these things are not good to not happen because we need these things for lessons. A like, teachable moments. That, yeah. that was my, teachable that was moment. my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is just that like, mm. it's all a teachable moment from, from Will, because I, I do agree somewhat with like the the notion that you know that Will Will shouldn't have went up. That wasn't a time and place, right? Like right. he should have waited. Like yeah. he should have waited. But, after it it wasn't a time and place. <laughs> no, it's no time and place to be smacking a dude. <laughs> right. Because first of all, if you're from Memphis, you gonna get checked all day. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I, I can't believe that happened. Chris Rock right. just yeah. sat there. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the other thing was that like okay I. I I see, I see where uh, Kareem was coming from, um, but but I I still just don't think it reflects poorly on us. Like I think that reflected poorly on Will as an individual. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but Will, but Will is they're not gonna say Will is an individual. They're gonna say Will is a black man. <laughs> but aren't so. we past the like? All right, so for me, I feel like we're past the like the black male role model stage, right? Like, no, I, 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 think I, I think we are. I think we are. I just, no, like with, with the- Because with, if, if, if that was the case, if, 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 if that was the case, mm-hmm. 
some what we were what we were seeing now, like in Hollywood, those roles that are getting awarded, those roles, like like Will said, he got awarded for playing who? Richard Williams. Richard Williams, right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're not past that. But every now all the black people were happy to finally show uh, black fatherhood. Right. <laughs> Rather right. not good black fatherhood or what? They was just right. happy. Oh, nice meet now y'all can see a father in the house. <laughs> right. But the other people were like, oh, he's not this mean, aggressive guy, you know, eccentric right. lad cussing to himself on the court. Like right. he really loves his daughters. Right. right. But we didn't we didn't think that was like uh unusual. Right. Like Richard Williams to me is my daddy. <laughs> like right. and, well, that, I think that was my larger point though, right? Like, is that like I think there are a lot more individuals in everybody's community who are worthy to be looked up to and not kind of deal yeah, but, but the people who have the stage are the ones they're representing i agree but yeah. will smith is a representation of all of the, will smith reminds me of my older cousin i got you i was like this man this man has broke down <laughs> yeah, and, the, I think he I found think, the right person to take yeah, the anger out of. Yep, yeah, he sure did. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was kind of the 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 point where you know, for me, like a lot of this was comedy. Like I I, I went into yeah. it laughing. Like I, I haven't stopped laughing since. Um, yeah, there are serious conversations that need to be had, but you know, for me, I I'm not necessarily the guy with the range. Like you know, I, I there are a whole bunch of stuff. There's a whole bunch of stuff included. Like I saw a whole bunch of stuff about. Chris Rock having nonverbal learning disorder and you know maybe yeah. you don't really understand but, stuff right. like that and but that didn't come out until now right exactly <laughs> well, that, yeah. but that's what I'm saying yeah exactly but that's that's what I'm saying like people started to step on the jokes and it just got annoying now we have a time honored tradition on this podcast of like Will and Jada are on the sick and shut in like it's been that way since like episode what four um so <laughs> like like I, I was just more annoyed that like this is like well like and, and the reason why i was kind of upset not upset but just kind of you know felt the way about will is that like like i mean this is just more attention seeking behavior like and, and and maybe he's not seeking the attention right but he know he knows what's gonna come from this moment but it definitely shows a, a more of a immature side of him yeah, that yeah. he oh, has yeah. tried to uh, say he's grown so much, especially after writing the book. But again, I, I, I'm not knocking it because uh, he's human, and right. what we, what we do learn that every human has a breaking point. And that was I, I'm not, I don't like what he did, but mm-hmm. we are all gonna have a time in our life where we're gonna do something that people are like, man, right. you shouldn't do that. <laughs> right, and we and we can't we can't judge somebody by their worst moment either, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we can't, right. but we can't yeah. hold it to him. Right, right. I feel you. Well, I'm blaming Jada for all of this. Grace sure. after. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> he blaming, blaming Jada. J- I'm blaming Jada for all well, this. Well, I do everything. hold her. Uh, I do hold her accountable because I did say this to a friend. Um, you know, I just you've had those women that be like, "Baby, don't don't go up there. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Do that." Well, yeah. But now she gave him that look. Like he's better yeah. go up there. He, he, better he's, go up there. He's blaming her for the for the for the I think the the aggregate like just the stress he's been dealing with the last I don't know how many years. Well, uh, I do. You know, I agree. I yeah. agree to an extent that she is a definite part of a lot of their brokenness dealing with. But yeah, he is still at the end responsible for it because he chose her. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. 
he, he chose to marry her. He he was married. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, even in their marriage, from what we know, you know, all, mm-hmm. like they they both have been doing wild stuff. You know, the entirety yeah. of their marriage. So it's kind of like you know. And that's the thing. I I hate even knowing this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, well, that's the thing. I, they put it out there, though. Yeah, they I know. That that's, what there, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think that's even, why I resent them. Even if they didn't know, you still and you're right. Maybe you don't need to know all the details, but you'll know things like this because what's in the dark always comes to light. For sure. And, and you also can look at a person's. Um, Biblically speaking, you can look at the fruits of somebody's life. Like so you could tell from their children that something's been going on yeah. that doesn't all the way as they say the math ain't math. Yeah. <laughs> you got Jane out here talking. Here. I'm like, man, right. shut up, Jane. You know, a part part of the whole fallout for me, the funny thing was like if anybody, like, especially on Twitter, if anybody came out against like Will slapping Chris Rock. They were immediately like jumped online. So like, uh, mm-hmm. like pretty much everybody that said something, mm-hmm. I, the Twitter detectives was pulling pulling cards. Like, uh-huh. it, like, like Zoe Kravitz was an innocent boss. Well, I don't want to say innocent bystander, but she was a bystander <laughs> that got struck. Um, you know, <laughs> and uh, they went they after got, Zoe. They got Jim Carrey. They got oh yeah yeah yeah. They got a lot of people, and I'm just like, man, they, this is this is the wildest part of it. it. They should have got those people. I mean, that's one thing I do like about social media, because if you're willing to speak, you should be willing to accept yeah. the criticism. And- like, or because uh, even with Will, like yeah. to your point, don't say nothing if you don't want to get involved. But once you open your mouth, yep. this is what uh, why I would say uh, I can understand the criticism of even though I, I don't mind him taking a joke because I have a different mentality in that. Mm-hmm. But the criticism for Chris Rock to make that joke, I think, is warranted because you are, um, first of all, you're a black man. Yeah. <laughs> then you're going at a black woman. Yeah. And even she didn't have the, the, the hair disease. I mean, it's the fact that that's who you choose to go after on yeah. public national TV. And the other thing about that is uh, this there is a power in words. People mm-hmm. try to deny it, but there is a power in words, enough power in words that it will kill mm-hmm. um, a facade or a mask that will obviously was wearing a mask right. and trying to laugh it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. That word finally stung and broke through. Yeah. And, that it would cause you to have pride enough to walk up there, stand and look at the man, size him up, smack him, then <laughs> yeah, walk smack off, then even look back and smirk about it. But you wasn't even worried about no consequence. Nah, not yeah. at all. I mean, well, I don't know if you just saw. He just released it. They even asked him to leave. He wouldn't leave. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah, so leave. I, yeah. I'll read. I'll read the statement. The board of governors today initiated disciplinary proceedings against Mr. Smith for violation of the academy standards of conduct including inappropriate physical contact, abusive or threatening behavior, and compromising the integrity of the academy. Consistent with the academy's standards of conduct, as well as California law, Mr. Smith is being provided 15 days of notice uh, of a vote regarding his violations and sanctions, the opportunity to be heard beforehand by means of a written response. Uh, oh, yeah, I missed the scriptures. Uh, oh, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> at the next board meeting on April 18th, the Academy may take disciplinary action, which may include suspension, expulsion, or other sanctions permitted by the bylaws and standards of conduct. Uh, Mr. Smith's actions at the 94th Oscar were 
deeply shocking traumatic event to witness in person and on television. Mr. Rock, we apologize to you for what you experienced on our stage and thank you for your resilience in that moment. Um, (laughs) I just just think about the resilience in the moment because like you can see him doing the math and the calculus like from every step. (laughs) Like even the part where like Will slapped him and he kind of like took a step when Will took turned yeah, his back. Yeah, he did. And he it. said, like, nah. he realized, I did notice that. Like, uh-huh. like Brooklyn almost came out. And then yep. he was like, you know what? I can probably just get all the money I lost in my divorce back off. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then and then he he even like even verbally, he kind of went through it. He's like, I could, yeah. keep, I could keep going. Yeah, he, <laughs> said, he said, he said, I ain't going to go there. <laughs> Um, he but the like, last that's why he was like, I am gonna keep her name out. He said, I ain't gonna go there. He said, I will do it. He said, right. yeah, you got it, you got it. But, but his ticket sales also, went up too. That also shows a level of maturity too, though. Yeah. Because yeah. oh yeah. Um, and I know that they're like like a four year age gap, but still, even if they were the same age, you could just tell Chris Rock was gonna be mature about the situation, mm-hmm. whereas Will was still for some reason trying to prove himself <laughs> yeah yeah i think and and that was the other thing too is like i think as a comedian or somebody that jokes on other people like at a certain mm-hmm. point you you've in your career you've encountered somebody that doesn't like your joke you know what right. i'm saying of course. maybe maybe threatened to physically assault you or actually have physically assaulted you like th- that this is not new territory for a comedian I think yeah, of, but of that statue. Not on well, national yeah. TV. <laughs> yeah, I get it. The the venue and stuff was was definitely different. But I'm just talking about at just a base level. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think he already had them tools. He was equipped to kind of kind of kind of deal with that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the last paragraph of their statement just says uh, things unfolded in a way we could not have anticipated. While we <laughs> would like to clarify that Mr. Smith was asked to leave the ceremony and refused. We also recognize that we could have handled the situation differently. Um, and I mean, listen, there's there's a lot of hypocrisy and like what about ism that that took place uh, that's mm-hmm. still taking place throughout this whole thing. You know, you got the people that, you know, you know, are criticizing the Academy, rightfully so, saying that, you know, there's still, you know, there's no disciplinary actions against people who, you know, uh, sexually assault women, physically assault people. Uh, you know all types of stuff right like they they there's still no action you know on their behalf either so you know what makes will different which i mean we all know right as you've said you know a couple times before you know yeah it was caught on live tv and you know Mm -hmm. it's 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 kind of a a stain on it but you know i I think you know when somebody take a look at them ratings take a look at them numbers and take a look at all the pop that the oscars are getting exactly they may just say all right you know what we're gonna suspend you we're not gonna take away your award and you know no harm no foul we're gonna let this keep this thing pushing also they they look they judge the responses which is Mm -hmm. why that their their statement still waited to see like uh you know people were making polls who's right because well even you can see even the audience was split mm-hmm. you got t- mm-hmm. yep. i saw i saw an electoral style map about who about whose side was uh, who, who was on whose side like like i mean it, it seemed like majority of the nation uh projects that uh chris, chris rock is gonna win the 2024 election um <laughs> <laughs> it was only like it was only like Arkansas and uh uh Mississippi, I think that that side of Will. Uh but yeah, it was just yeah, it's it's just 
it's one of those things, right? One of those pop culture moments that, that, yeah, <laughs> one of the pop culture moments that people are going to remember for a long time. In the same vein as like, you know, Jan Jackson, Super Bowl, OJ Chase, stuff like that. People are going to be talking about it for a while. So, so what's funny is people think this is a, this was a publicity stunt. And I was like, uh, nah, well, because initially, initially it did come off like that because yeah. you didn't initially you tell that he was leaning in to like, Tucking really his chin, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you thought he was leaning in to take the smack, but then you realized when they showed the video, oh no, he was leaning. In, he was about to go back at him mm-hmm. and then caught himself, like uh, Todd said earlier. But so I thought I was like, oh, this this is for real skit. Yeah, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this not a skit. This he for real. Yeah, got when you see the unedited version. Yeah, you were like, nah, yeah. this this ain't this ain't fake. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, Chris Rock had, and we all probably have experienced that, that, that watery eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. try to hold that cry. Got that little sting on that humming a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, no, he holding me in that. That's yeah. a, that was real. Yeah. Um. So, you know, hey, look, thoughts and prayers to everybody involved. Uh, <laughs> That's the way hopefully, to get it. Right. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, you know, we stop hearing about this I, until, until Jada's uh, next red table. Well, 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 let me ask something from a woman's perspective, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. How would you feel in that situation where, like, would you just want, like, your husband to just chill out and wait? Or, how, I mean, I know you don't, we won't want him to go up there, but how would you, how would you want him? Yeah, to, to uh, I, and this is where I'm saying the maturity side of this and knowing who you are, like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want my husband. First of all, the check wasn't even that funny or the joke. Yeah, the joke one, yeah, it wasn't. So, yeah, it was weak. But I know it's a sense, it's obviously sensitive. But again, this is something you will put out there, even if he does know about it, you put it out to the public. Yep. So you have to be, and you've been in the business for over 25 years, you have mm-hmm. to know that you are uh, a target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone. Sure. Everyone in that room's a target. Right. Yeah. So no, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't have wanted him up there. But again, I, I know that that was a build up. And mm-hmm. I I've I've seen one thing I will say from the the think pieces that I have read, most people <laughs> have said that you know that Will was letting out more than just that joke. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, like I said, that was that was an aggregate of, of years of yes. jokes, rumors. Yeah. D- look, look, yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne Martin rumors. Like it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Everything. It's a lot that Will had to or, deal with. Or just with her. Like, yeah. but he almost like he wanted like he almost I'm trying to escape Jada, so arrest yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find a reason. Find a reason yeah, to get me out of here. Past couple of years been particularly tough for uh for, for Will and Jada. Right. Um, you know, and, and yeah, like I said, I mean Chris Rock showed a lot of restraint because you know they well, I think he understood at that time. Like uh-huh. Yeah. I've been there. I got the divorce though. You need to go and get, yeah. get the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> like, why yep. are you holding on to a relationship that's got you acting like this at fifty? Like, yeah, man. That's, that's true. Like you're, kid, you're, you're doing this. Like, yeah, your kids I'm, grown too. Like you ain't got no reason. You know what I'm saying? But, we would, like even you had them at a late age. You yourself should have been on mature by now to recognize. That you know, I don't need working. to be in this toxic relationship. Yeah, <laughs> like, we wouldn't fault him either. We would not fault him. Yeah. All this. Well, this ain't about through. us. It's about himself. Like it hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't benefited him. <laughs> right. Right. Not 
not in the ways that um, he should be celebrating, which is why I, I will say this was, uh, I said, I think it was good that it happened. And I think it was good that it happened on that night because yeah. it, this keeps him humble. Yeah. <laughs> like now you even know why it took you, you weren't ready to get that type of, which is what I really think uh-huh. what Denzel was telling him, like, you think you want the top, but you're not ready for the top because if this little screw need to throw you over, mm-hmm. yeah. you you about you you now have an Oscar. You yeah. think the expectations are not going to be you think the, the attacks are not going to be high. Like yeah. this is why people keep coming at you because you you're you're uh, aspiring and ascending to get to these spots. Like if you want to stay on the way, Martin up. Ain't nobody talked about him and Tisha getting divorced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. So, when you aspire to get things like this in life, then you have to know that it's going to come with a certain, and it, um, I know this from my own example, why my D1 career with Cut Short, my my talent did not match my maturity. Mm. <laughs> like I, I get, I even though it was like frowned upon or, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't embraced that you go junior college. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I probably could have benefited either, even, either from a gap year or yeah. junior college just to mature on that level yeah but i was i was so what you talking had, about before you went to indiana mm-hmm. well yeah. no well they got fired i didn't even make it to indiana okay. but just division one period because yeah. the, the talent uh doesn't separate you anymore like my mm-hmm. talent was always everybody talented yeah but everybody not oh. <laughs> that's the thing that was the Everybody say that because they division one, but you learn no, it's people that everybody, people who have the right character uh, <laughs> can mm-hmm. go D one. Right. It was girls. I was shocked. It was girls division one that still could not dribble with both hands, and I Thanks. was like, left hand yeah. layup. Out but of it's here. boys. <laughs> but it's boys like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and, and I used to question. I was like, I was like, how did they get there? And you know, we call it politics. Mm-hmm. But I learned a deeper meaning. It's not politics. It's character. They know that they have the type of character that'll put them on the, those mm-hmm. stages. Yeah. So uh, if your talent don't get you there, like which is what my talent, and I know my talent got me there because one of the things I share with uh, the youth now, I, I always tell them, uh, you don't have to. What I was sharing earlier, like you don't have to try to hog the spotlight. I got re- I got recruited. Most of my recruitment came from other girls' highlight tapes. I don't know why they were included. <laughs> you was cooking, huh? That's real. <laughs> so you was cooking them, huh? And then they, they saw you. But yeah, but why would you even send that? <laughs> like, I, if, if I'm hey, sometimes sometimes it's that. Sometimes college pl- uh, coaches come to see somebody else, and then you yeah, bust then somebody they see up, you, yeah. And they're like, hey, but that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, one of one of the girls who uh, I ended up playing with her at a team camp in Auburn. Uh, she went to Georgia Tech. She um, uh, first girl. She played AAU with me, so we that's why we went down there. Mm-hmm. But we ended up being on the same team on a team camp. Uh, all these to your point, all these coaches can't see her. She was like six four. She dunking, uh, coming out of Memphis, started late. But I got again. I got. I was on her team. I just. Made her look good. So who did they start asking? We need to get both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I, you don't have to. And this is why I say when people have that mentality, like you don't have to be like Scotty Pippen, <laughs> mm-hmm. thinking that you should be number one right. <laughs> by telling everybody you number one. Like it, it was show. Yeah. 
Like everybody knew that Scotty Pippen had the all around game. Nobody was Talk about- <laughs> I can't wait till Scotty Pippen slapped somebody. He overdue. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he, he, he not slapping no Jordan. Especially not Charles Oakley there. He ain't slapping future <laughs> neither, huh? <laughs> oh no, that's man. True too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true too. But yeah, All your right. story is similar to like uh Cam Newton. Cause you know, Cam Newton, you know, he was in Florida. Uh, he mm. went to JUCO and he was he was playing behind Tim Tebow and everyone Charlotte, loved Tim Tebow. Charlotte, you're st- you still on laptops. <laughs> no, see the comparisons he make. See how he tried to set you up. Wait, Cam Newton stole laptops. Throw them I mean, out the window. Alleg- allegedly, I'm not I'm not here to I'm not here to indict the man. Allegedly, I, like, I, I like Cam Newton. I like yeah. I especially love when he came back and people had discounted him out. But no, but yeah, that's. That that story I'm sure can be universal, but it's it's like that's why I tell like don't get like discouraged and thinking that you're not and, and especially like I said when I learned that it I thought I thought going D one was like oh the talent to your point everybody's gonna be talented so like when you know first day of practice I'm crushing I'm killing like I'm thinking like this is yeah this the thing <laughs> but how they would get me. When you talk about conditioning and going mm-hmm. in the weight room, mm-hmm. my my mentality, I don't need that. I ain't got that. You, bo- you, you, you booby miles. miles. You booby miles. Booby, yeah. you, you didn't lift. You ain't gonna lift. You ain't gonna lift. No. God given. Torn ACL. I think I saw a, um, I think I saw a, a interview the other day with uh, Iverson saying this. And, mm-hmm. and I, fully understand he's like i'm not kobe yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. that that's the one thing to me that kobe did stand out among his class and his generation he had mm-hmm. the discipline and the character to sustain that level only thing that to me was stop kobe was kobe was a uh, copycat mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, he he spent too much time trying to emulate jordan instead yep. of just mm-hmm. do do uh his game and surpass jordan yeah and because you can never beat the original like so right. you're trying mm-hmm. to emulate something that you'll never surpass but if you would have took all that knowledge of jordan and made it the kobe <laughs> and i think he didn't realize that until after you know when he was like i'm about to retire <laughs> so, yeah, yeah for sure. which is why he fell short of that one ring because he could have probably got six rings oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. And, um and the thing about Kobe, though, like, it, it, it's just, I feel like if he would have played, like, the second half of his career, like, he played the first half of his career, mm-hmm. I think I think he would have had a, a better, like, I think he would have been received well. Like, I think he would have yeah. been received a little bit more. Like, But that's uh, where maturity comes in. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, let's let's kind of transition real quick. I got a couple topics. One, I wanted to shout out the NC State double, uh, uh, women's basketball team. They, yeah. Um, Man, that that, that game, game. That, that game against UConn was crazy, man. Like I, I just like I was sitting there like, oh man, like they, you know, they got be outsized. Like you know, UConn was cleaning us up on offensive glass, and then you know, it was turning the ball over. Like we had a lot of opportunities to win that game in regulation, by the way, um, mm-hmm. but kept letting them hang around, and then boom, double overtime, heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, one commentary I have from that uh that game is that Paige Buchers is. Uh, just unstoppable. I mean, <laughs> she's a killer. Like <laughs> she, she's just in a well-oiled system. <laughs> I think 
fun. Yeah, UConn girls are always overrated. Too. Give give it a take. Give okay. us the take. Give All right. us the take. <laughs> That's All right. what we want to hear. Yeah, I mean well, that, that, that mid range is working pretty well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, like, I, look, don't don't take away from their skills, uh-huh. but they they still are in a well oiled system. It, it, they almost they like the Will Smith of basketball. <laughs> like, even though his movies won all that, he still was able to sell mm-hmm. one box out because he he became part of a well oiled system, that and brand. so. Yep. So you're gonna have games where it's, it's the same way that um, Diana Taurasi. I'm from that era, and we used oh, to be yeah. like, "Man, Diana Taurasi is not cold." <laughs> like we've been knowing that. First of all, she has no defense, so you can't, you can never, to me, be the best player and not play defense. Like just even if you have the the greatest defense, always to me, the best women's player I've ever seen on that stage is uh, Cynthia Cooper. Mm-hmm. She wasn't the best defensive player, but she knew how to play enough defense to get help side uh, from her teammates to cover, mm-hmm. you know, so she wouldn't be a liability. Whereas yeah. when Diana is in the game, they already are saying that the girl, whoever she got, and you know, they it's count. Up, they I saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hoping she's outscore her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 what do you think it is with UConn? Is it intimidation? Is it because you know they're they're just they've been to what 14 straight final fours? Like, is it what, what do you what do you see from your perspective? I, I think they got the, the the coach the coach K system. <laughs> so once you have uh mastered what type of college collegiate system and you get everybody to buy in on it, mm-hmm. even the refs, even the <laughs> talk about even, it. Uh, then you get other schools that start thinking that oh they they can't do nothing about it so yeah to a point it is intimidation but really it's just schools don't coach they coach toward the system instead of mm-hmm. playing their game mm-hmm. everybody yeah. oh i gotta adjust to coach k system or i gotta adjust to Geno's system and you're not mm-hmm. gonna beat people who have mastered their system that's why they keep playing their system which is why i i don't like going to schools like that because i'm mm-hmm. not a systemic player like I am more of a player that, like I think y'all said it earlier, I'm like running gun, create, you know, I have more creativity to my game where I'm not ta- needing 50 screens for one player to shoot right. a shot. Uh-huh. Well, let me let me ask you this because I, I heard, uh, I was listening to Jamel Hill podcast um, mm-hmm. the other day. She had, um, uh, what's her name? Coach from Texas A&M, the, the development coach, uh, Sydney uh, Carter. Oh, um, okay. Had her on there and mm-hmm. um. She, I think a question I was asked was why is there so much of a fall off from, from college to the pros, mm-hmm. right. In terms of like the fandom following from, from college to the pros. Um, and I was something, something you had just said made me think of that. Like in terms of just the actual play though, like, like, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these girls can shine in college because mm-hmm. They're a part of these systems, but right. like when they get to the league, everybody can be creative. <laughs> like you're running pro style sets, like, exactly. like everybody's a dog up there. So like, yeah. like those girls, like there, there are a few, don't get me wrong. Like there are a few that like yeah. live up to the hype, right? Like Maya Moore lived up to the hype. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brianna Stewart lived up to the hype, you know, no, to a, to a, you said what? <laughs> I don't know about that. You don't know about Brianna. You don't know about Brianna. I like Brianna though. I do like. I yeah. do like Brianna. 
But uh, well, let, let me tell you what I always tell people. And first, of all, I'm not big on WNBA myself. I got you. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> but what what happened to the WNBA? The biggest fall was that they came in as a decept deceptive league. Mm. When you uh, promote Rebecca Lobo as the face of WNBA, mm -hmm. <laughs> she gets dunked on the first game. <laughs> like, how in the heck was this gonna be? And and they tried to promote all them UConn girls as the face of the, the, the WNBA. Um, and everybody who knew basketball was like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now this is where I do believe uh, part of the problem is when it comes to that is a race thing because you were trying to put these sorry white girls as the face mm -hmm. of a league and you got black girls. Now you're getting all the black girls across the country where you can't, again, to what you mentioned earlier, you can't uh, go through this system mm -hmm. <laughs> because now talent does outshine. So, yeah. uh, and which is why, like I said, which is why Diana Taurasi got exposed, no defense, uh, mm -hmm. especially when she, um, Cappy Poindexter came on. Oh, the Cappy. On <laughs> I hope yeah. she, I hope Cappy well. She, I know she had a little uh, spell like towards the end of the last yeah. year. Yeah, me well. too. Me too. But, oh well. <laughs> and cold. and then then the other part of it, the league is all that um, the other things that gets exposed out is um, not getting exposed in college basketball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like um, far as your sexuality, and, um, um, far as that aggression. <laughs> yeah. Like mm -hmm. they, they, I do like they still try to keep women's sports on college level as women's sports, <laughs> which mm. is why I probably one of the, the few women that was like, no, nah, the, these women shouldn't be making the same as men. No, nah, I think they should be making more, but how you gonna pay somebody the, <clears throat> the, the play uh, the same as men when mm. these men are bringing in like to yeah. your point, the, the type of fans and the advertisement, like even Do if you I think was I wasn't expecting, I wouldn't be expecting to have a Kobe contract. <laughs> Now, do you think that um, that the WNBA could do a better job of like bringing those those opportunities to the table? Right. Like you see now that a lot of WNBA stars, especially when it comes to like, you know, game day looks and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that they're doing off the court uh, with brand deals and things of like that in their own. Do you think that like the WNBA should have a responsibility to kind of I mean, in their own self-interest as a league to, to like get those major, you know, national or global brands involved. Yeah, I do. I, I think that they should, but I also, I don't blame them for let uh, leveraging the NBA. Mm. Uh, but again, I, what I will say, I think what is coming to truth uh, or, um, now telling the truth and coming to a point is that now the real players are starting to actually be um, the ones that they're highlighting and spotting, you know, and it took a lot of almost over 25 years before that. Do. Now, every now and then you do have those players. They just try to hype up because of trends. Mm -hmm. Liz uh, Cambridge. No, Liz, Liz is actually pretty good I know, I, I know i know she's oh. she just she got a big personality i feel yeah, like yeah, she yeah. she yeah she everywhere though i see her yeah. everywhere i'm sure yeah, you do Paul. don't she got her only fans or something Paul yeah, she does. no, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. So, but 
I, I take that because that type of, uh, again, that type of marketing that she's doing for herself, you know, Prices. promotes her. Yeah, yeah, but but and she can back it up with talent. Now, mm-hmm. somebody they gassed me up on, and then when I went and saw her play, I was like, man. And uh, that was uh, the White Howard formal. Uh, oh, do I talk about Tia Cooper? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Just a pretty face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's each is their own. But I yep. was definitely mm-hmm. like, her game wasn't nothing to be like, to write where home she about. Yeah. Uh, media attention. I was like, right. But I get it, yeah. but 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 I get it, but I don't because it's it almost. I loved uh, Candace Wiggins' take one time about how she said the WM, which was part of another reason why I really wasn't just trying to shoot it up in the league either, too. Right. Uh, you know, uh, it's almost like if you're not a part of that, or if you're not, you know, one of them, mm-hmm. then you do get shunned out in a way because. Yeah. That means you disagree with them. They gonna know mm-hmm. you <laughs> And then majority, and not just the players, but the owners, the the fans. That's yeah. that's who's coming to the game. So yeah. how do you how do you um maintain a, a visibility of that when you know you're up against that much uh opposition <laughs> mm-hmm. of, of just as you're saying, just being yourself because Okay, they say that's them being themselves. Well, okay, this is me being myself. But if I mm-hmm. if I'm being myself, then it means you can't be yourself for some, some apparent reason. And yeah, I just don't know how that that'll work that out because what they even though they be trying to talk about it, but we see that Jason Collins is not in the league. It's not still so acceptable in the sport. Right. <laughs> and I, that hinders uh, women's basketball because that was even before it was popular and and more players were telling their business about it. It was always a stereotype or stigma that that's what girls players were. Mm-hmm. Most girls spent their time fighting there like, no, <laughs> we're not like that. So how do you... It, how do you turn that around now when there are, when it is that girls are like that? Yeah, I that's think it's what, what 98%, 99%. I don't think that, but well, that's what they did for the WNBA. They, that, that was a stat they had. Well, it was a few years ago. So yeah, but I think that was, I think that was like exaggerated. I don't yeah. think it's just a lot of them. Yeah, I think that kind of plays into the, the stereotype. Like, right. You know, yeah, yeah I got you. Um, well, that plays I, into why people are not watching it though. Because I, well, I, 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 I really do think if you had a team of NBA players out there talking about they liking other boys, that that viewership would go there. It's, it's, just, it's just not, to me, that uh, a, a mass acceptance like people trying to make it seem. Well, I don't know. Like, I saw an interesting stat the other day where uh, I think like 60% of WNBA's viewers are men, um, which was mind boggling to me. Um, I mean, I know if you go to the <laughs> games, there's like, there's like, you know, a lot of, there's like a lot of women, you know, and families that go to the games and whatnot, but like right. the viewership is, you know, it seems to be mostly men. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure like what the roots, uh, root cause of, of, of why the WNBA. If they mean like if you get every man in the in those women's family, 
that's 60 <laughs> percent true that's like, true. i know my brothers and cousins and uh boyfriends at the time they all supported me so yeah uh, I definitely have male fans, so yeah, I'm sure it can be. And because men are the ones gonna be watching the sport anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know too many women. Who, yeah, you're right. I don't know too many women who who watch the WNBA or you know yeah. or, or college, women's college basketball. I mean, I say things. Oh, uh oh, ah, well, look. All right, I'll send, I'll send her another invite. Um. But yeah, I didn't even think we were gonna get there. But yeah, we're there. Um, I did want to. Um, sorry, I'm gonna try to send the invite. Uh, well, you know, like I said, she made a good point because most of the time when I'm like, even when if you go to like a bar, or restaurant, it's just men watching women play basketball. I mean, it, it really is. It's it's not too many women who are familiar with the name, the household names, or even like. You watch ESPN, it's a lot of WBA players there, and the women would have no idea who they are. They'd be like, Oh, who's that? Oh, I thought she just worked for ESPN. I'm like, nah, she used to be in the WNBA. Um, mm-hmm. so I even went to a Sparks game before, and it was mostly men there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, that's back when Candace Parker was there, of course. So Yeah. Yeah, I wonder a lot of it, like, yeah, like like she I think she said, like it's mostly men that watch basketball anyway right like <laughs> like the sport itself you know right. so mm-hmm. it's gonna be you know it's gonna be you know mostly men that consume it um and to to her point yeah that you know most of them that's tuning in like yeah think about it for every girl that playing the WNBA they got a family full of you know fathers or you know nephews, cousins brothers whatever. yeah yeah so um I should have asked her what is uh who, who she who's her top five players or who's who she thinks is trash and who uh, everyone really likes. Yeah. <laughs> Get her uh, perspective yeah. on it. It's been controversial, controversial, but let's move on. Uh, hopefully she can rejoin. Uh, I sent her another invite. If you want to text her on the side, just say, Hey, he sent the invite. I'll keep the show moving. Um, but yeah, again, congratulations to the NC state double uh, women's basketball team. They, uh, they lost to UConn in a double overtime game the other night. Um, so UConn advanced to the final four, uh to match up against Stanford on Friday at 9 30. It should be a really good game. Um and then South Carolina and Louisville play on Friday um at seven. Um led uh South Carolina obviously led by Aaliyah Boston and uh Louisville led by Haley Van Lith. Um another she hey hey look oh I mean you know I think I, I kind of get her point when she was talking about like the um like the white girls you know being pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I can see how that could be uh uh a little annoying to a degree. Yeah, but yeah. like you know the hey, agenda. H- Haley Van Lith is the real deal too. Like she could she could hoop. So um uh, interested to see her play again. Um uh the men's final four is set. Um we got what Villanova. <sighs> we got Villanova. We got Villanova's Kansas. playing who? Who's oh Kansas. Kansas. They're playing and then we Kansas. Got, and then we got UNC Duke. That's right. That's right. I can't I'm, wait. I'm, I rooting, can't. I'm rooting for madness. <laughs> madness, Man. I tell you. No, I seriously, I want Coach K out of here. I don't want him nowhere near the championship. I want him out of here. It'll be so much, so much poetry. It'll be so poetic if UNC drops this man off. The last home game in Cameron, whatever stadium for Duke. And then not only that, he eliminates him in the NCAA tournament. 
in the final four. Wow, wow, that'd be, that'd be poetry. It. A, I love it. That's a UNC UNC fans wet dream. I tell you, like, <laughs> they, they can't wait. Don't, to, even care, don't even care if we win the championship. They can't wait. To, they can't wait to spin the block on uh on, on Coach K. So annoying, um, man. Annoying. That, that'll be a good one. That comes on Saturday around uh eight forty nine. Uh weird timing, but okay. Yeah, um, you in you in North Carolina. How's looking up there? They they acting okay up there? Uh I mean, yeah, I mean nothing nothing out of the ordinary in terms of, you know, regular UNC Duke kind of stuff. Um This is crazy. This is the first time them doing this too. This yeah, is- if I if I had to root for something, it would be for, for Coach K to get a loss. Um I'm actually rooting for him to get a loss in like a, a overtime scenario, just to make it, uh, extra, yeah, make it, make yes. it extra hard, just to just drag so it close. out. Yeah, it was yeah, so close, so just close. I can't it stand it. I can't stand that team for real. Yeah, and I don't so. think anybody cares about this Villanova and Kansas game, but not at uh, all. Not but at all. Uh, I, I'd really like to see Villanova advance. Like I, I like I like the way that they play, um, and you know I'd like to see them in the in the final. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's move on because we got a wrap soon. Um, well, not wrap soon, but you know, we've been on here for a while. You wanna, um, oh, there's Charlotte's back. Charlotte is back just in time to talk about well, the, the, she connect the audio. Yeah, the, the stage where I was laughing at you when you were trying to connect. Yeah, the audio. that's what I was like. That's yeah. what you was probably thinking yeah, I was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah trying yeah, to yeah. figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but we my gonna, bad, you guys. Oh, no, it's all right. <laughs> my, it's bad, my battery was dead, so <laughs> it's all right. We, uh, like, oh, go ahead. No, I was just like, Dad, what happened? And then I realized, so I was like, uh, it's probably time for me to leave this uh, country club. Like, <laughs> uh, listen, like, like, like the true professionals we are, uh, we kept it, we kept it moving. Now we talking about the NBA a little bit. Uh, and okay. perfect that you joined. What is going on with the Miami Heat? Actually, before before <laughs> I do that, be- before no, I do no, that, no. before I do that, hold on, because I feel like this is the theme of the episode. And uh, I didn't get a chance to to do this because we were we were off of we were, you know we were doing our thing with the with the interview and we got to talking. Uh-huh. But um, there's a there's a song and this is not the version I want to play, but same sentiment. No, I'm not playing Vado. I'm sorry, I can't play. Oh Votto. my goodness. Anyway, sorry. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna try it, but whatever. Uh, yeah. What's beef? Vado. Uh, what Vado got to do with? Well, it wasn't. Uh, oh, oh, see, we lost her again. See, see, the Lord knew my timing. I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna have this thing queued up. You dig? I'm playing. What's beef? I mean, so I'm. Uh, you're you're talking about what happened with with Spo and Jimmy buckets, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, by by osmosis, uh, Udonis Haslam. Yes. Udonis Haslam. Yeah. So I mean. I think it was it was normal. This if if you go back in heat history, this is like the third time this has happened. Um the commission. Yeah. Uncle Paulie. Diddy, Uncle Paulie. Little Paulie. Hey, chill out. <laughs> chill. I, I should have told y'all like, hey, don't 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 say no cuz names. <laughs> no names on here. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, it just seemed to be like like a boiling point, you know, something, well, a boiling point was reached and they, I mean, they don't well, look well, like the same team that we saw, you know, couple, like maybe a month and a half or before the, before the all-star break. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, like I said, they, they, uh, talking about it, how 
it's happened before with Spo, where it was uh, D Wade and uh, Le- LeBron. It was actually LeBron and Spo. So, mm-hmm. you back, cuz? Yeah, my bad. I think it was that Votto. <laughs> nah, I feel you. Playing, Va- 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 what, what, what? Look, Votto be scaring the uh, scaring the women. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> No, nah, nah. I ain't gonna put that on him. I, I saw that episode. I don't know what that girl was thinking to again. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, You're right. About, oh, she talked. She talked about uh, yeah, talking about the uh, marriage boot camp. Uh, marriage boot camp. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, we were just talking about the heat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think is going on with the heat? I mean, they, you know, obviously tempers tempers flare, you know, from time to time, but. It seemed like a pretty out of the ordinary blow up. Yeah, but I don't know if you want to mess with Yadonis. You know, them quiet men with that type of strength. <laughs> they just don't, you know, you have to be very careful because, you know, those be the ones that come out of nowhere. He the mayor of Miami. Yeah, that, that, he, 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 he there specifically to, to protect Spo. He, he, that's his one job to protect Spo. Yeah. It's, so, it's, do you think that's what he was doing? Oh yeah, yeah, like, sure. Is, yeah, is, yeah is that's the exactly what. Between, so, what, so did it, you think it started with Jimmy and uh, Spo? Yeah. And yeah. Giannis, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, go ahead, Paul. No, they were just saying, um, like, the way they were getting killed, they were playing the backups of Golden State, and they went, like, on a 20-0 run against them. And then Spo said something to Jimmy. Jimmy, you know, being the way how Jimmy is, he started talking crazy to Spo, and then that's when Udonis got in it. <laughs> you know, just yeah. protecting coach. He was just protecting Spoke, coach. I think the expert lip readers could say could see Spo saying, um, uh, what you want to fucking fight me? Yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm saying. You want to fight me? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're four and six in their last ten. They're still uh, number one in the East, but I mean they're only a half game up on the Bucks. So, uh, you know, this might be one of those things where they need to get it together, or you know, we might see some might see some shifting. It don't be matter. Right. They not gonna win. Yeah. All right. Yeah, who, you, who you who you got yeah. winning? Cause who you got winning? Able, I mean, it's somebody from the West for sure. I don't know. You know, I I was of course on, love say for it. the Grizzlies. Say it. That's right. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> but um, but but I also want uh Chris Paul to win one before he go. I don't want him to have the Charles Barkley career. I don't mm-hmm. know. His closest was last year. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. But but I'm thinking if he get this one more year, especially with Cam uh who from Memphis um. Uh, Backing them up. I was oh, like, Cam, up to my pain. Yeah, Cam can do it. So, so if you had a choice, you choosing Chris Paul or our Grizzlies? Which one are you doing? Which one are you choosing? Yeah, that was that. But for the sake of uh, on now, we have to do, ageism. <laughs> I'm choosing Chris Paul because <laughs> I know John and them will win one. Uh, okay. If they didn't get it this year. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll let that slide for one. Especially if they bring that whole unit back, like, and I don't think nobody wants to leave. Like, I, I those guys, one thing about them, they love playing with each other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I, I've not seen an NBA team ever. Well, let's check in on something—a a developing story, real quick. Hey, Paul, you still want Jaron Jackson to go, or are you still you think he's gonna? 
You think he's gonna stick around? <laughs> Look, I've already said. Now, first of all, we already extend up for three more years. But okay. what I've always said is, Jaron needs to stay healthy. He needs to get in the paint. He needs to play defense. That's all I asked him to do. Okay. Stop shooting 15 threes a game, and we we good. We good. Yeah. I mean, he he's been healthy this whole year too. He's been healthy. Yes. Yes. See, see. Yeah. I've been knowing what I'm talking about. Would you? I heard about your Hornets. I'm, I'm not a Hornets fan. Yeah, I know, but you're in North Carolina. It's, it's, oh it's, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely not a definitely not a Hornets uh, fan. A, but um, uh, no, oh, it says legs. okay. It says it says the iWork iPhone network oh, bandwidth low. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what this technology means here. I'm sorry. What's it say? Charlay going through. And you uh, went to state, so are you not a Tar Heel fan either? Nah, nah. Uh, but some of my friends went to UNC, so like I, you know, I don't have. I have a playful rivalry, but like I grew up, I grew up in the DC area, so I grew up a Maryland fan, and so my hate for Duke is where me and my friends from UNC came together. Um, so, Maryland, so, yeah. like Steve Francis won Dixon, Maryland, or yeah. Maryland, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Gilchrist, uh, you know, Booth. Yeah, I grew up like I mean the like you know I'm what 35, 35 this year. So like the most popular team in the area when I was growing up was Georgetown, but then Maryland took over. You know, okay. took a little bit of that juice away. When uh when Juan and Steve uh, not not Steve Francis but when Juan and Steve um what's the white boy name I'm sorry uh, <laughs> yeah that's what I was trying to think of Lopez oh you talking about Grievous Vasquez that was later uh, okay damn what was the white boy name man that's gonna that's gonna mess me up because he had a, he played for everybody Steve Blake Steve Blake thank you thank you Steve Blake oh okay okay Boy, yeah, hey, that's that's how I know I'm getting old. I can't remember. I can't remember names Dang, like Steve, Steve Blake. Blake. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I followed that team. I love that when they made their run. Now, that was a good team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When they when they won the um when they the year they won the national championship uh and uh they beat Duke on that last second three from the corner. And uh, I think yeah. that was a that was an ACC <laughs> championship. Yeah, Juan Dixon hit See, that joint. Yeah, sorry. I mean, it's it's, it's so I know, memorable. You remember that? Yeah, it's so memorable. That. It's so memorable. It was such a classic shot. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so um, I think we wrapped up the NBA. I guess. I mean, you know, the Lakers they played themselves out of a playing game uh, for now. So. <sighs> Uh, they expect to have. Or are they, did they shut down Anthony Davis for us this season? No, no, no. He's 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 questionable to play Friday. The, the target day is for LeBron and AD to play Friday. So. Yuck! What you mean, yuck? Uh, Anthony I mean, gonna have to play if Anthony wanna uh, don't want to answer to LeBron. He gonna have to play. Hey, you know what's yeah. funny? Paul asked me a question uh, like maybe like a month ago. If you were trying to build a franchise, who would you build it around? AD or Giannis. Oh no! Mm. <laughs> like right now. Like right now. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, you know, right now, of course, it'd be uh, Giannis because AD stay getting hurt. Yeah, he healthy. Yeah. Let's exactly. say that, let's let's say they both healthy. Let's say they both healthy. Just do a little intellectual <laughs> exercise. I, I mean, I definitely pick AD talent over uh, Giannis. 
That's I'll right. See that? Yeah, I, I yeah, took yeah, I took Giannis's athletic, athleticism. Like, yeah, yeah, he's just athletic, but you can uh, you can coach that anybody, <laughs> like you know. Mm-hmm. But you can't coach talent, so I'll take the talent. Exactly. What what you, what you think is wrong with the Lakers right now? <laughs> besides Age? injuries, <laughs> Age? Oh yeah, definitely besides okay. injuries. Like I mean. What I mean, AD's been injured. LeBron's missed what the last what two games or how long uh, has he, he been out? He, he, he's been off and on, off and on. He's missed the last two games though. Yeah. Um, yeah, but his, I'm not even thinking about his injuries. I, I'm thinking about it. Kendrick Nunn. Like, he ain't played. Uh, he? He's he's out for the season. Yeah, yeah, Kendrick Nunn's out for the season. Uh, I mean, it's just age. It's a uh, bad. Management. LeBron should have never got Russ, as I keep telling everyone. That was the worst move of his career. Should have never done it. Um, he needs some shooters around him, some youth. Malik Monkey's literally the best player on the team right now, besides LeBron. Wow. Remember all that gas that was given to his team? I don't know. I don't know if Russ was a bad choice, but I know it hasn't turned out the way they wanted. But I don't know about that being a bad choice because. His game did he hasn't brought the same type of game though he's played in the past. So if you were going off the type of game he played for OKC and uh even in Washington and mm-hmm. I guess a little bit in Houston, then uh yeah, that's that's not a bad idea to bring him, but he hasn't played that way since he got to the Lakers. And I don't know if it's because he's been at home and some distractions or mm-hmm. something or what, but well, he, I think it's not a bad choice because LeBron has an IQ of the game that you know can work with a type of player like Russ Westbrook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, but, I think it's because he don't have the ball as he's not as ball dominant as he can be uh, with LeBron on the court, and LeBron for good reason. everyone into shooters <laughs> too, and Russ can't shoot, and he still don't know he can't shoot. Well, Russ Russ turns the ball over an awful lot for. A guy that's supposed to be a, a point guard, right? Right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I think the understanding, I mean, I think the understanding with signing him was that Brown was going to play point still. But, you know, but, but Russell's you know, still going to be Russell's able to, you know, either play point, play point on the second unit or, you know, get involved get at the two uh, when he's in the starting lineup. But, yeah, well, I think he thought he was, he could fit like the uh, Wayne uh, Wade type mold. Yep. Like and he didn't play out that way. Though. Oh yeah, definitely not as skilled as Dwayne Wade was. Even that, even even when Dwayne was at his, you know, I wouldn't say his worst, but you know, when his career was on a yeah, decline. He's not as skilled, but he has he he matches Dwayne Wade athleticism. Right. So, uh, they just was. I, LeBron does well when he has someone else to load on the uh, uh, creating shots for others. Yep. Which is why he, I think he was trying to repeat, you know, that three, uh, that you know, him, D Wade, and Bosch. He was yeah. gonna do it with him, Wes, and uh, AD, but <laughs> none of that has panned out. Yeah, well, I mean, also, it's just I don't think Russ is like he's he's so uncontrollable yeah, when he's on the court, the like, he's he's so uncontrollable when he's uh, on the court. Like, he's just so reckless with the ball. Like, I just don't understand what the problem is out there. Like, I don't think LeBron has actually gave him the talk 
you know, like he gives every player and when they on their team, like, hey, we here to win. And then when, when Russ even said it, he was like, you know, if we win, we win. If we if we don't win, it is what it is. Like that attitude, I'm like, nah. LeBron ain't trying to hear that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think he's kind of distracted though, because he didn't always have that type of mentality. Shoot, mm-hmm. especially when he was at OKC and they weren't even expected to win. And Russ was playing the hardest out of all those players at that time. But I don't know, and, and it may be, I think you hit it, it may be because he's not the dominant ball uh, handler of the team that, you know, he, he hasn't adjusted well to being not the man in that sense, but mm-hmm. I thought he would have been able to adjust because he, a professional. he wasn't really the man when he was playing with KD. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I think that's what it all comes down to is that I, I think we all kind of had those expectations of these teams because we have okay look we got a lot of veterans and you're only bringing in a couple of guys that are that are younger and Malik uh, Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn and Austin Reeves and THT to an extent but you know you got all these veterans that are professional ball players that are kind of seen it all you know what I mean and I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's, um, if it's, you know, like you said, Russ being back at home, having those distractions and, and different things like that, or if it's just, hey, look, there's a lot of egos on that team too, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, you know, maybe not everybody is as deferential to LeBron as we'd like to think it, uh, they are, um, you know, so, you know, we'll hopefully we'll have to see um you know where we go from there uh looks like she's reconnecting so that's good um but we can get off of the nba um let's get into some music news real quick let's get into it man let's get into it benny versus gibbs they're still doing this thing it wasn't me this time it wasn't Uh, you this time okay (laughs) oh we we move on to music um benny versus freddie gibbs oh man i'm so I'm so disappointed that these two guys are just just going back and forth. Just it just don't seem like it's for any reason in particular. Like nobody knows where this started or you know what they you know what they're beefing over or whatever. But it's just silly at this point. Like Paul, what do you think about just this whole thing? Yeah, I think it's this could have been all avoided. Um, now Benny's out here talking about Freddie was begging him to have a joint project. Um, it, and it, it all started with Benny saying, you know, them working together is long gone and, you know, it's over now, which I'm just like, okay, he said it. But then, of course, Freddie got his feelings about it. And now they, they going back and forth, which I'm like, what are y'all going back and forth? This is this is this is unnecessary. This gets nowhere. Yeah, I thought an interesting yeah, shot in their little exchange shot. was that, uh, like, uh, Freddie said that Benny was Freddie trying to do this to promote an album, but, like, but Benny already like, dropped his album, Benny right? How about say he dropped the album already? Yeah, I mean, and Freddie's the only one that has an album that's coming out, right? Uh, apparently, yeah, right. but he, he, he keeps saying people, yeah, he, he said uh, everyone keeps mentioning his name to promote their album. I'm like, uh, yeah. Gunna, Gunna was the only one that did that, and that wasn't even worth nothing, so... Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I just hope they rap. Hope stop they rap. the stop the <laughs> the back and forth. It's just well, I mean, look, you got two guys that can rap that well. Like just just rap or shut up. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Man, Charlay, let me tell you, let me ask you something. Can you please put Todd on some of this Memphis rap? Please. I'm trying okay. to I be trying to educate him, but he don't be wanting to listen. I thought I did that earlier with Nah, I mean Oh no, I was a fan of Dolph. Still a fan of Dolph. Okay. Yeah, I okay. like Dolph. I'm just saying. I, yeah, I just actually, my uh, cousin, she's a uh, playwright in Memphis. She's doing a whole hip-hop play around Memphis music. So I just sent her some, like, old player fly, uh, Gangsta oh, Black. Okay. <laughs> three, three, the old 3-6. The old 3-6. With the King of Memphis album, with mm-hmm. the summer. Volume 2. Yep, that's <laughs> uh, Prophet Posse. Oh, hypnotized camp posse. Ty, you yep. taking notes? Write it down. I'm, take, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Write it down, man. Uh, yeah. Guess what Memphis stand for? Those are serious, man. Well, I take those under advisement. Um, we got some new music that came out last week. Um, Nigo, uh, I have no idea who Nigo is. Um, but he released an album that has some of my favorite artists on it. So, of course, I gave it a listen. <laughs> is that, is, that's not Migo from Memphis, is it? No, actually, no. I don't know. He, actually, oh, I don't know he, let me see. Nah, I think Migo not. He's not from Memphis, I don't think. No. Uh, he's he's down with like the uh, Bape and Billionaire's Boy Club. Looks like he's like runs he's around. He's Japanese. In he? Yeah, he runs in circles with like. Um, you know uh, the Neptunes and all them, but uh, but oh, he released he the album. Japanese. He he released the album that had. Uh, I mean, we had a clips verse or a, a, a malice verse on there. Um, even a a, a nice verse from Gunna. I was surprised, and I surprised myself because Gunna's not really my cup of tea. But uh, here's a song called Functional Addict. It's a good song. The one that she fought with, she love how I touch it, she love how I feel. I'm up in her stomach, ain't on no budget, so no jewelers touch it. Don't bust out no watches, only these bitches you cuss, so let's talk about risk. Not talking about that little toy in your bitch. That is a Roro, but this is a rich. 2.5 something there, how does it fit? I got new yellow cake just to run all my errands. Got the vaccine, cause you niggas is variants. Just got the Viking to fish with my parents. Gold on my teeth, cause it matches my larynx. I just told Tiffany's, make my epiphany clear. Your low carbon, I act with it vividly. Laugh number two, but the roof back in Italy. Shout to my honeys, I heard y'all was missing me. Bust it, bitch. Bust it, bust it, bitch. We got Pharrell on there. And then I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get to, I'm a get to the game first. You gon' ask me now, you too proud to bet. She won't go her mess when we get in the bed. I respect the standards, I might let you splat. My boo like my cool when she cool, she say slap. Across the map on the truth, that's a fact Maybe it's his hundred recline in the back Off the show, I'm floating cold with a stretch Fuck a host, a shoulder strap on my back I can't go for nothing, tired of the cap Fuck the rule Yeah, man, uh, sounds good There was a lot of other songs on there um, That um, that had like Tyler Creator had a couple yeah, songs Yeah, Tyler had there. two good ones on there 
Oops. Did I actually? I'm sorry. Charlotte, you can unmute. My fault. I was hearing a little bit of an echo. I got you. No, that's fine. Do you want? I didn't know. I pressed stay mute, but it didn't oh, no. ask me again. So I was no. like, "Well, maybe you don't want me to stay mute." Oh, no, <laughs> nah, nah, it's cool. Um, I was just I trying to do it while I was playing the music. Going on driving this highway, so. Oh, you know, you if you're on your Bluetooth, that's probably why I'm hearing myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you um, want me to take you off that then? No. Uh, yeah, actually, that'd be cool. Yeah, actually, that'd be cool. <laughs> I hate the sound of my voice. <laughs> I told you I can't stand listening to this because listening to what I what I really sound like. But that uh that intro was 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 fine, man. The one with Tyler creating that uh, that's sure what I didn't. No, 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 no. Chill out. I'm talking about the beginning where uh ASAP is right when he rapped. Yeah, 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 that joke was all right. Yeah, this um, I didn't I didn't hear that verse at first. I I yeah. heard the um. Uh, Come on, let's go. Verse. That's the music video that I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one where. Um, All right, how yeah. are we now? Are yeah, we that's straight. Yeah, good money. Okay. Um, but yeah, really cool project. I mean, had, like I said, it had a lot of people on there. Um, a lot of artists that I like. Um, so check it out if you get the chance. It's uh, Nigo. It's called I Know Nigo. Um, Lotto released something. Released a little. <laughs> released a little project. Representing uh, Atlanta, Clayton County, Clayton County, Clayco, you know, that's right. That's right. Um, the standout joint for me on here was uh, the joint with uh, Lil Wayne and Childish. Uh, it's called Sunshine. This sounds like okay. a single. Listen to this shit. Mulatto. Big lotto. They ain't got it empathy for me. Like they stab me. They used my couch when they needed the therapy. Took what they needed, but never took care of me. They saw a dollar sign. Treat me like currency. Kill out their hopes and dreams if they won't murder me. Sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. I just let the sunshine yeah, on me. Yeah, this is single. Yeah. Sunshine on me. It, I mean, listen, the Wayne verse is dope. The Childish Gambino verse is really good. Um, yeah, really like this. Uh, and the project overall. Uh, I really like as well. I mean, listen, she ain't rapping for me, um, but she be rapping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Why she not like, rapping for you? Why she I mean, not rapping for you? I mean, like, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh-huh. you know, a lot of what? A lot of, a lot of innuendo, whatever. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, but uh, I was going to play this or um, that Nardo Wick joint, that Stepper. That's a pretty crazy track. Um, the, even the intros, the two part intros. Um, really good. So yeah, Lotto, shout out to her. Um, excited to see what she got going. Uh, what she got going on uh, in terms of uh, you know her next moves uh, after this. She released that uh, that remix to um, to uh, with Mary Big Energy Blige on there yeah. with Mariah Carey. Uh, that's a fine. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Big Energy record. So yeah, really like that. Um, Jay Skis, um, he signed a Con- uh, Conway's drum work. He released something this past week called um, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Iroquois Pillskin. Um, and uh, it was cool. It's like a little six pack. Um, really cool. Um, and again, uh, it, it's, it's backpacky music, so you know you're warned in advance. Um, okay. The one thing I took away from this music weekend because there wasn't a lot, but the one thing I took away from it. Uh, I listened to that Chance song, um, mm-hmm. the single that he that he uh, that he released. 
Mm-hmm. Not a big fan. Uh, mostly because he didn't sound like he was really like enjoying. Like he doesn't sound like he enjoys making music. You know what I'm saying? Well, he hasn't like, come out with music in so long after everyone trashed his album. So I don't, does this sound like a guy that's motivated to you? I mean, just listen. I I want to I want to be fair here in my criticism of this. Nah, I even gotta listen to it. I already know it's probably not content wise. It's cool, but just listen to just everything in total. Ah! Just do your thing, child. It's a joke, man. Just do your thing, child. This is a joke. No, I'm saying. Well, he's like, ah! Truth be told, I got the ball on a string. Carried away to the world, but it came with some handles. I drag it to the basket. Moses with the passage. Safely, Lord God, please make an example. I tried to break shackles, now they ankles in shambles. I can't expect them to be grateful and thankful. They thought I had a manual like Hansel. Leave your plans and man's No, man, I see what he did there. Dancing in the street, but I didn't panhandle. When I finally drop, make a pamphlet. Sell tickets, put that shit on FanDuel. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... It's, it sounds like uninspired music, but maybe, you know, maybe, you know, was, I guess a beat going to drop or anything or no, it was like that the whole nah, time? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It just continues uh, like that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, shout out to Chance, I guess. Um, uh, also, Denzel Curry dropped something, but again, yep. kind of like Chance, like I can't really get into one. Oh, my bad. No, you got to play the one with the, the most bass in it and, you know, what the Denzel it. Curry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I tried again, but like it just it just nothing really stood out to me. Like I tried to go through a couple of uh, a couple of these tracks, and I was like, all right, like not even the the joint with Jed, Rico Nasty, and Six Lack. I know. Oh, you didn't even like that one. I like the one with Black. It's Black, not Six Black. It's Black. Spell it with a B. It's it's spelled with a six. I don't I don't care about your gang affiliations. I don't care about your gang affiliations. Spell it with a B. It's spelled it's spell with a six. Black. This sound a little softy. Niggas still doubt me after this shit. Ain't no way been here this long and still ain't rich. I done done my savings and my dreams like a. Hey, pull up on your bitch like way. What you say, Charlotte? He from Florida. Yeah, he from Florida. Yeah, he from Florida. Yeah, but. He, but uh, He's not a typical Florida rapper, but yeah, he, he's he ain't like Kodak Black or nothing. Yeah, I, I think he's kind of in that same class as like I think that song, the song, this song that I'm playing is kind of a representation of where he kind of fits in, in terms of like you know, the class rapper, you yeah. know that that Jid Earth Gang. Yeah, Black. he got a lot of different sounds, a lot yeah. of different sounds. Yeah, so I have to I have to give that an honest try because again I haven't um. I haven't really sat with any of his stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's just real hard to get into um, on the surface. Um, I would have thought. Charlotte, you, you, are you listening like to anything? Uh, yeah, I do. I, li- I listen to Kendrick Lamar. Um, I listen to a lot of music. I don't know how familiar you guys. Nah, go ahead. Let us know. Put us on game. Yeah, well, I, I know. Well, I was trying to say he because he's based in North Carolina, but uh, he represents Texas too. Um, Who is he? Uh, is he an R and B rapper? What, what is he? No, he's a rapper. Oh, 
Now, he's a okay. rapper. So I want you guys to support him. He goes by Saint Lamore. Oh, how you spell that? Saint? S T. Yeah, S T dot L E M O O R. So it's it's a playoff. Uh, the more people. Oh, okay. yeah. Saint Lamore. Okay. I was, I was catching up because I was behind on um, the past. Uh, you said Big Draco? Yeah. Uh, he, he's the one that got stabbed. At the oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Draco the ruler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is not, yeah. I call it the But I've been listening to him a little bit. Uh, I've tried to see because everybody was mourning out here about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, I'm. I'm listening to Young Dolph and Key Glock. Yeah, Key Glock came out with a deluxe album uh, last yeah. weekend, too, that Todd mistakenly forgot to mention. You know, you uh, see how you do us? You see uh, how you do us, Charlotte? You see that? So I was going to see if he was going to mention I had a couple, I had a busy couple weekends, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're right. Shout out to Key Glock. Added some, added some new songs. And PRE came out with the tribute album, Only Dolph. Uh, That's right. He sure yeah. did. Yep. Yep. yep, they did. Mm-hmm. Did it, uh I thought I saw something uh no, you know what? Um it was a single of his that went platinum, certified platinum on the 28th. Yeah, major. Yeah, major. major. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a dope song. Word. But then I had to balance that and, and I listen to that number gospel. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to balance that music with gospel. Uh-huh. I hear you. Uh, I'm always listening to like Jonathan Megaranos. Old school What Ty like? That's Ty's bad. Yeah, I like right conscious, conscious. I yeah. like conscious rap. Yeah, but then you like. I like a little whole teppery with my with my uh, <laughs> with my rhymes. So Saint Lamore yeah. spelt like M O O R. I'm with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he and his whole teppery is common, but he uh, definitely conscious. He, he got a drink called the coldest winter. Yeah, I know he on some shit. Uh, yeah. part of my yeah. French. Um, but yeah, I'm with it. I'll check them out. All right, so let's transition over to uh what we've been watching. Um, wrap this up in the next thirty minutes or so, because you know that snowfall. Come on. Um, uh, so, right. so, sorry to you West Coasters, but uh, you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> but uh, you know, every time I hear that show, speaking of, I met John Singleton. Oh man, okay. USC, USC. I feel you. And I got pictures, so y'all know it's real. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. <laughs> I, I I don't really like the show as much because, as I told him, I'm just not uh, big on all these uh, foreign black actors. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, what is crazy? The crazy story I have to tell about it was this: he told me 
he was he was he was trying to convince me to come on set. But you know, mm-hmm. men in Hollywood trying to convince girls to come on set I'm all like, the time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But the man didn't die. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> man, <laughs> maybe he wasn't even thinking that way. So, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. you could have been, uh-huh. you could have been in, in Snowfall or somewhere. See, she she could have, she could have been Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, different show. Well, it don't really matter how we discuss this show because the last mm-hmm. week's episode was ridiculous. Um, not only did they write in uh one great escape, they wrote in two great escapes. Two, yeah, it was two ridiculous. implausible great escapes in this in this episode. I thought it was just it was just kind of ridiculous. I mean, uh, so how do you rank this show up with like the powers, the why? What, where do you rank Snowfall? Uh, Snowfall is it's better than any of the powers, but it's not wow. better than the wire. Well, okay. well, I would say it's better than Power, but the first three seasons of Power was untouchable. Like it was. You might great. be right. You might be it right was, on that. It but was untouchable. <laughs> hey, you can make a. You can make a. You can make a real. Oh, go ahead. What you say? No, I was just saying I like Power all the way the whole series. I, I didn't, you know, I thought they were pretty consistent in making it. I mean. You know, you, you kind of get tired of Angela sometimes. But, hey, everyone right. got tired of Angela. Yeah, <laughs> but but I, I, I like that about her character. Like, you know, it make you want to hate someone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how uh, Tommy's, uh, what, what's Tommy's ex-girlfriend name? Oh, Holly. No, Holly, yeah. 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 Holly yeah. did her job. Right. She did her right. job. Cause no, you know, who's, who's, you know who's unrepentant on that show is Sax. Sax oh, is Sax. the hateable guy. Sax oh, is probably yeah. the most hateable yeah, character yeah. on there, yeah, or the the district attorney or whatever, yeah. But they they trying to make him likable now. They trying to make him likable. Trying, but yeah, they, yeah they he's trying. still hateable. He, he's on uh, Tyreek show. Yeah, he's on Tyreek show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't like him, so he, he didn't make me want to follow the show. Even well, <laughs> all of them are good besides this Tommy show. This this Tommy show is it's yeah, the worst I'm one. That. It's the worst I, one. It's I, terrible. I'm still that. watching it. I'm watching it, but it's terrible. Oh, okay. It's bad, Charlotte. It's bad. Wow. It's bad. Do y'all like BMF? Yeah, yeah. I like BMF. Yeah. We love BMF. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait for season two. I think they already started production. Right. Okay, so. good. Yeah. That's so, a, yeah. There you go, Charlotte. Going to, um, I'm sure 50 walking around Cali sometimes. Nah. 50, 50 don't like to pay people. <laughs> he, he's tough, though. I, I don't know. Now, I, um, I do. I, Courtney Kemp. Yeah, I would say Courtney. I was say, yeah, Courtney. He, Courtney he, get you on he used to be out here, but I, I don't know. She called me, though. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> no, you, no, seriously. Um, um, I would love for them to do. We got Mrs. type shows like this. Yeah. And I was like, man, they could do one. Uh, first 48? <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's close enough to like, some of these shows. But no, we actually have like storytelling series, art lines, like uh, a BML, like, mm-hmm. you know, or a, uh, or a power, like, I don't know if y'all heard, um, I don't know if it made, uh, national news, but the guy, there was a guy that killed his own child, uh, and, well, he killed the mother too, but then, oh yeah, we heard yeah. about that,
No, no, no. I'm saying if it's the guy that was like he was recording himself and then he did if if that's the one you're talking about. Oh, okay. No, no. no. So oh, I'm, maybe I'm taking too long to get to it, but no, they all work together. So he had this love triangle at FedEx with. Um, I did hear about that. Yeah. Other yeah. women, and uh, he got one of them pregnant, <laughs> and she had a baby. But he was already married to somebody mm-hmm. that even that didn't even work at it. But just that right there was like a story. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on for one second. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I think a lot of the like true crime, true true crime is a really big genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I I like like most of the true crime stuff. Like I'm watching this uh this joint on HBO Max uh about the Golden Triangle. It's like uh the intersection of um countries in Asia and Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. um where all the opium like responsible for most of the opium production in the world outside of Afghanistan. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's all subtitles. So oh no, nah, nah, bro. Yeah, nah. yeah. I can't read. I don't yeah, know how to yeah, read. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, hey, but, but uh, you can talk about. Uh, did you watch Moon Knight yet? Uh, let's go to Atlanta first, then we'll. Okay, end all right. So okay, uh, Atlanta. Um, first episode, I was like, yo, like I mean, I I by the time they introduced the hat, like on that kid. On the Aquarius kid, <laughs> I knew I knew what the story was gonna be about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I knew exactly what it was gonna be about. So I was like, okay, uh, let's see how they do this. And I kind of almost had to remember how to watch Atlanta because mm-hmm. it's been so long. Um, because at first I was like, man, I don't care about this dark shit. Like, you know, yeah, like but- they're about to tell this crazy story over again about Devonte Hart, who um his two mothers, you know, uh ended up killing him. The reason why we know them is because there's like a viral picture of him during the Ferguson Ferguson um um uh, protest uh where he's hugging police officer. Mm-hmm. Um and he got like this hat and like a brown leather jacket and you know all crazy shit but um but I like how they told that story though and then through a lens of like hey yo here's an alternate ending for you. You know what I'm saying? Like this didn't have to. Have, this didn't have to end like this. So we're gonna show at, you an alternate ending. At first, I thought it was um, what's uh, what's childish bank uh, what's childish Gambino's uh friend name, uh, the weird one, the weird one on the show. Darius. On Darius. I thought it was. I thought it was like a, a, uh, I thought it was about Darius at first because uh, I was like, because you know it, it just seemed well, like they, start, you know, they started out telling the story about Lake Lanier. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I and, was like, and I was like, oh snaps! Like they the white the white dude was preaching. He was exactly. like, nah, man. And then whole... I was like, starting to get dark on here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Like, I see what Donald's trying to do. Um, and then that second episode, uh, where they actually caught up with the characters, because I mean, obviously that that whole first episode was like a dream sequence or whatever. Um, but when they caught up with the characters, I was like, okay, now we back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we Van, back. Yeah, yeah. Van, Van and Darius going on little little adventures. Like, I thought that uh the whole thing with the the blackface um and that's, that's like an actual celebration out there though right so like um you know i thought that whole thing was cool um and then kind of trying to tell that story um so yeah we'll see uh they they have this season and one more before they're done right yep okay we're talking so, about atlanta charlotte yeah atlanta. have you seen any of it okay yeah yeah, oh, I feel okay. you. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. I feel you. It's just like 
and, and like I was telling Paul, like I, I had I to. Didn't watch. Huh? No, I was saying I didn't watch it no more. I'm, I'm not just kidding. Yeah. I'm like, I know everybody likes them. everybody. She know all the celebrity backstories. See, ignorance is bliss for us. Attention now, you're yep. watching them on TV. <laughs> That's what yeah. it is. It's been the revenge of the nerds for the last yep. like 10, 15 years. Yeah. 15 years, 10, 15 you know what I'm saying? Years. We, yep. we on top, we back. Oh, man. <laughs> what you mean we back? What you mean back? <laughs> but, even, but even in that, like, but they not, but those people don't consider themselves nerds. That's the difference. Like, um. they're nerds, but then those are the people that, you know, they'll give themselves another term. We're awful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, we probably would have said they were nerds, but I don't think I don't think they thought they were like nerds. They, you know, they just knew they weren't popular. <laughs> right. But uh, so it's it's that type of you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Genre. So we we back we back. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. So uh, Bel Air, did you catch that that uh, that the new episode of that? Yeah, yeah, I, I caught okay. it. Yeah. Charlotte, you been watch? Have you watched any of Bella? No, I've been watching Abbott Elementary. Hey, oh, yeah. I haven't Abbott. seen the last two episodes. All right, we're not see, see Paul. Been, I've been waiting to talk about Abbott Elementary for two weeks, but Paul's not true. That's not watch true. It. That's not true. That's not true. You just won't. You refuse to watch. You you refuse to support black women. I don't you understand. Did not, Paul. You did not. You wow. just brought up Bel Air. Wow. Wow. We, we just talked about Bel Air, wow, which is Paul. mostly black women on that show. That's oh, y'all quarter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was trying to count. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this week's Abbott Elementary was funny. Uh, a a uh, my girl Shirley Ralph. I'm sorry, Miss Barbara came in there and said, <laughs> "Sweet baby Jesus and the big the big one too." <laughs> um, I uh, man, she's great. Uh, that yeah, that show great. Um, yeah, it's so real. It's so yeah. authentic. And like, if you ever went to public school, like, you know that. So, yeah. Um, the, the, what I mentioned last week when Paul didn't watch the episode was, um, that like the show's starting to show a little bit of heart too, right? Like, even with like the principal Ava, like, she's usually like the comic relief or whatever. But like that episode where they were doing the stepping and whatever, and she had to go outside to like take care of her, you know, her mom and her sister or whatever, like, you starting to see that kind of creep in there a little bit, you know what I mean? They got renewed uh, for season two, so. Yeah, I thought she was talking about when she thought she when she because she's thinking she's about to get fired. Oh yeah, no, that's that. <laughs> see, no, nah, that's a. I was trying not to spoil it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, what's his name from Girlfriend? Williams from Girlfriends is the superintendent. Is that his? Do he really look like that, or did that? Yeah, if see, like, if you watch Black Lightning, you'd understand. <laughs> he looked like that now. 
Uh, wow. he, he was out. He was out of work for a long time. Like, yeah, he was out of acting yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it I, was I, hard. It looked like he was eating good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he was hard from to find jobs. Uh, yeah. for what I for, for what I read. Yeah. So he was going through it. I'm he glad like he getting work. I think didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I'm glad he getting work. Uh, winning time, winning time, winning time. Oh yeah, y'all caught up on winning time. I haven't caught up. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's all good. Yeah. How, how far have you gotten, Charlie? Uh, I turned it on and fell asleep. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Sound like me this morning when I was trying to watch Moon Knight. Oh, oh look. I had to I had to watch it twice today because I was like, ah, uh, let me fall asleep. Oh man, this guy. It's too much. It's way too much. Um, but yeah, nah, winning time is really good. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's showing a lot of you know, it's, it's obviously dramatized, but you know, I'll continue to say, John C. Riley as Dr. Jerry Buss is is great. Like it's it is it's it's so it's so ridiculous how how good that is. Like I don't want to make comparisons because I'm not in the comparison game, but like it's it's one of those things that like those like you don't see the the person anymore. You just see the actor that plays them. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, like. Think about like Jamie Foxx and Ray Charles. Think about like, um, you know, uh, can't really think of anybody else. I mean, Will and Ali was close. Will but and it Ali, yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't quite. It wasn't quite Jamie and and Ray. So I think that's probably the best. Like, if you look at a standard, like try to figure out like how good of a job John C. Riley is doing. Mm. Like it's 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 pretty close. It's pretty. Yeah, good. I want to say I can't see can't look at him without thinking of him now. Every right. time I see him, it's uncanny. Um, but yeah, that that series is good. And of course, of course, the guy that plays Magic Johnson is excellent. Uh, I thought that was perfect casting. Um, the uh, the dude that plays Kareem, uh, that was a good casting too. <laughs> Look, I know Kareem. Kareem got a little bit of. Uh, I knew he could relate to Will in a way because they portraying him as like a, a huge just meanie meanie. Pants. But that's but that but my dad told me that's <laughs> that's how he really was though. That, yeah. My dad said he was really like that back in the day. So yeah. I wasn't surprised by it. Um, I read uh, what's her name Pam Pam Greer, uh-huh. and and she was his um girlfriend for a while, but she described some um moves hey. like that about him, saying you know, it's especially when he um converted, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. When he and, uh, and I, when Kareem converted, he was all about just. You know, I'm usually better with these drops, but you know, right. I just, you know, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, that, that whole thing is great. Um, they're starting to play basketball. Um, uh, we're starting to see that a little bit. Finally. Yeah. Um, finally. So so yeah, uh I'll continue watching that um because I know it make magic mad. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna watch his series on Apple? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'll probably watch it because it's probably I don't know if it's gonna be dramatized or if it's gonna be like an actually docu- actual documentary. Do you know? No, no, I know. I just saw him promoting it though. So I think yeah, I think him and, I think him and I think him and Jeannie Buss are involved in that, right? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not for sure. He, uh, I only seen him promoting it. It's been okay. coming up uh, yeah. a few times on my. Uh, I, I haven't seen anything about it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna probably find some time to watch it. I mean, he Man, got the you Apple watch it time. He got you the app, he got the Apple distribution. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, hey, look, look, low key that Apple Plus, that Apple TV Plus is it's coming, is, it's coming, coming through now. Good, yeah, good money, good money. <laughs> did, y'all, did y'all watch uh, Samuel Jackson? Um, oh no, nah, I haven't watched the Potomac Gray okay. yet. Nah, okay. uh, I'm gonna get to it though. I know I am. Um, I, I was watching this disappointing series called um, Suspicion on there. Disappointing. Hey, look, it's so good for the first how many ever long plus or minus 15 minutes. Like, Is that- like the, the last 15 minutes of the last episode just ruined the whole thing for me. Like, I feel like oh. I feel I feel like I wasted all these weeks watching that show just to be just to be led astray like this. Oh, it was, was this the show was, I told you that I was like, I'm not gonna watch it, but I'm sure you're gonna watch it. Sure. Uh I don't know. It was about the the people that kidnapped the kid and they were all picked up in London. And yeah, it yeah, it's it's a waste of time. So anybody out there that's thinking about suspicion, I mean, do so at your don't, own risk. I don't like don't. to tell people what to do, but do so at your own risk. Um you watch the, the morning show? Oh yeah. Morning show, Ted Lasso. Like those are my joints. Okay, I'm not yeah. being on Ted Lasso, but oh, okay. is, it, is it is it too positive for you? <laughs> <laughs> too positive? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> nah, like like Ted Lasso, my perfect kind of like corny humor, like yeah. like mm-hmm. like J- I think Jason Sudeikis like is I mean he's the star of that show, but uh yeah. but yeah he just got that that personality it just is. Like it's like a Steve Carroll. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a good comparison. Yeah, they all yeah, the same. Definitely. Yeah, for yeah, real. They all the same. <laughs> um, last thing, and then I'm gonna leave y'all with a recommendation. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is the Marvel series that came on Disney Plus. Um, it's Marvel's kind of. I don't know. <laughs> it, at times, at times, it seems like it's it's Venom. <laughs> oh but no, it's, no. It's not. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just right. not I haven't read the books or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But like in this first episode, I got Venom. You know what I'm saying? Like I got like some kind of symbiote talking to him, like, hey man, don't worry. I'm you're gonna black out, but I'm gonna handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like all right, um, I'll let you have it. But yeah, I yeah. mean it, I think it's gonna get good. I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be separate from all the other shows. It's oh, yeah, not connected. Sure. They say it's not connected at all to any of the other MCU. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be pretty good from what I know about the character. So yeah. Um, I enjoyed it the, the first episode at least. I mean, it was um I mean, I think they were doing a lot of store, you know, a lot of a lot of world building in that first mm-hmm. episode. So um, you know, we didn't really get, you know, a lot of the the moon knight in costume, only but for the last like 30 seconds or whatever so right yeah uh, i'm excited to see where they go from this like i like how disney has that outlet now where they can introduce us to characters through these limited series or these tv shows and then boom right into a movie you know what i'm saying like even though like you said this might not be connected to any of the other marvel universes i can see where it can fit in wherever the internals are you know what i'm saying like I, i like there's a there's a cousin franchise um that 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 moon knight can can link up with so uh i'm curious to see how they how they fit this this character in but more more so how they how to develop the series because uh i mean they got oscar isaacs in it you know what i'm saying and 
He getting that uh, Disney money. Yeah. He left Star Wars and going. Yeah, to buddy. So, um, yeah. And then the last thing, uh, I watched a movie on Paramount Plus called Wrath of Man. It's a Jason Statham and a Guy Ritchie joint. Uh, uh-huh. basically, basically, it's about um, uh, people that work for an armored car truck or armored car company, and mm-hmm. people was robbing they robbing their armored cars. Todd, yeah, this is new to you. I haven't <laughs> watched it. Oh, okay, okay. I was just wondering. Okay. Oh, you seen you seen it? Yeah, the movie came out last year. Okay, cool. What'd you yeah, get? It? Yeah, it, it, it was it was pretty good. It was uh, it was more than I thought it was gonna be. Like it yeah. was more to the story. Yeah, I give it like. I probably get like four honey buns. Oh, okay. I gave it three and a half Ferris wheels. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, about yeah. four honey buns. It's pretty good. Charlotte, okay. check it out. It's, yeah. it's a lot to it than it meets. It's like I had. What, what was the name of it? Wrath of Man. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's almost like two movies in one. Yeah. Did you get, did you feel that? Cause like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like I saw Laz Alonzo's name in the credits. And I was like, oh, she, Laz Alonzo didn't come into it until, until later. Yeah. yeah, Like an hour, 40 cha- minutes into it. They changed everything, too, in the movie. Yeah. So what it's about, it's like a bank. It's a guy. Go ahead and explain it, Ty, because it's, it's um, yeah, just go ahead. And it's got it. a swerve on it. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's so uh, much but, going on with it. Uh, I'll say the bank. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, the basis but, uh, of uh, this man got his, his son killed. And uh, he's trying to strike revenge on him. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get revenge for his, his son's death during yeah. the bank robbery. And it's um, in it's in it's in four parts. Like the film is broken into four parts. So like it it's it, like I said, it feels like it's two movies because like we get like what's going on present day, and then they kind of reach back to say how we all got here. And then they tie it all together in that last act. So it's just Guy Ritchie doing that. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's Jason Statham, so you know it's going to be violence and blood. It's going to be a. I mean, but it's 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 actually good. It's not one of them cheesy Jason Statham movies. Yeah, it's actually yeah. really good. It's got a little bit of heart to it. So oh, is, yeah. is, is Guy Ritchie directing, or is he actually in it? Uh, no, Guy Ritchie directed. Yeah, yeah. He's directing okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So you know, with him, with him and uh. When him and Statham get together, it's like uh like Dre and Snoop, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this man said Dre and Snoop. Oh my goodness. You know, I don't know when when him and uh, Madonna got together. Uh, true, 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 true. <laughs> is that why? Who is that, is that like? Huh? Snoop and, is that like who is that like Dre and Michelle? A or? Uh <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, uh, I think that about does it for us today. <laughs> no, seriously, I didn't really have anything else. Uh, I did want to thank you um, for joining. Uh, this is a good time, and um, hopefully, we can you know have more guests on, and particularly have you on to discuss some more things. Um, you know, at some yes, other teach point. Teach us your ways. Yes, teach yeah. us your ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You guys are great. Uh, you will have more guests. Uh, I mean, just uh, keep up the same uh, passion and love that you have for what you're doing, and and just ask. <laughs> like, sure. you did me. Yeah, like, but no, this is a great show. I've enjoyed my time. And, uh, love the topics that you talked about, and just having the conversation and dialogue. You know, you can't beat that. And yeah. To gain something from it, you know, not all silliness. 
Look at my uh, little cousin growing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no nickname. No, no Paul. No, no, no. Hey, no nickname, Charlie. But <laughs> 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 well, right, you want to give your uh, socials out or anything? Any, anything you want to shout? Anybody want to shout out or anything, Charlie? Well, I'm shouting, you know, shout out all our family. So uh, I hope they will get a chance to tune into this. Uh, my socials are the same. So it's at C-Mo Journal Truth. It's at C-M-O Journal Truth. Just like Sojourner Truth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, hit me Paul, Paul don't know who Sojourner Truth is. Oh, thank you. Thank what's, you. What's, what's, what's Sojourner Truth's most, most famous most famous? Being quote? a black activist. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I, I was, oh, man, I, my I, mic. I like to give Paul a hard time. Well, thank you so much. Uh, huh? That's the Paul I know right there. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank y'all out there for listening. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Todd Knows, K N O E S. You can follow Paul at Fat Life of Pablo. I'm sorry, is it Life of Fat Pablo? I'm sorry. I mess this up every week. I'm sorry, buddy. I, life I, I, yeah, of Fat life, Pablo. <laughs> life of Fat Pablo, because why not? Um, <laughs> you can follow the show at Basis, at Basis Banner on Twitter, at Basis underscore Banner on Instagram. Uh, we really appreciate y'all joining us, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Thanks, cuz. Thanks for coming, cuz.